What is going down, everybody? Welcome back once again to another spoiler-filled edition of Am I Still on the Air? It has been a hot minute, guys. We have not done this since June. It has been over four months, and we have been watching these films and not getting together to talk to you guys in full spoiler glory about the new hotness that has dropped. So, you know, a new Marvel movie has come, so we had to assemble the team once again. Uh, I don't know how many of you are going to care looking at the box office, So, but uh, we're going to talk about that. But today, we are here to talk the Marvels and all of its spoiler-filled glory. Uh, and, of course, I don't ever come alone, and I'm with my boys Peeps and Friggins. What's going down, guys? Yo, yo. I am excited to just hate, hate, hate on this movie. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm representing the internet. Friggins is representing um, femininity, so we're <laughs> different takes on it. And and before we started, we were doing a little montage of training on how to go from one to the other to the other to the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, dude, I'm excited. Audio Thank issue you. where every time somebody talks, it, it's the other person's voice. Swaps. <laughs> you know, it's all over. Mm-hmm. let's see what you did there <laughs> there we go there we go and uh once again this is your warning spoilers guys we're going to be talking about this movie the things we like the things we didn't like uh and just overall thoughts you know so i don't want anybody who hasn't seen the film and there's a lot of you out there that haven't seen this film uh and we don't want you to get spoiled you know in case you are maybe interested or maybe uh, after watching this you become interested and you would like to check it out so just letting you know that there will be spoilers. We're going to talk about this film. Um, but, man, I'm happy to be back. Uh, like I said, June was the last one. We did a real big episode back in June where we talked, like, Spider-Verse, and we talked Transformers, and yeah. we talked uh, The Flash all in that one episode. Uh, and then we haven't returned since then. We were going to do one for Blue Beetle when it came out in August, and then it just kind of went by the wayside when you get a chance to talk about it, which I really enjoyed Blue Beetle. So just kind of on that note, um, you know, it was kind of interesting to see DC come out with something. I know Peeps just recently checked out Blue, Blue Beetle and enjoyed it more than you thought, right? I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> see, he, it was actually on HBO like just a minute ago. Like when I turned the TV on, I was like, why do I recognize this? And it's like, oh, it's on HBO. <laughs> so see, if you haven't you seen go. it, yeah, just check it out on HBO. Yep. yep. Yeah, it just hit max this weekend. So brand new on the streamers there. So make sure you check that out. Uh, yeah. Once again, you got DX Don Mega over here. We got Peeps over here. We got Friggins over here. Uh, all the socials there scrolling at the bottom. And, and again, we welcome you to our Am I Still on the Air? So let's jump on in. Let's get her going, man. It is Marvel. It is the 33rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Kind of crazy. Uh, but we finally have the Marvels. You know, this is. Only the second and actual final Marvel movie of 2023. Uh, we had, oh no, it's the third. We did have Ant Man, the Wasp, Quant- uh, Mania back in February. That was and the then thing. we had easily forgettable. And then we had Guardians 3 back in May. And then um, the Marvels originally was supposed to be out in July. And then they pushed it back to this November date. Um, so it had been a gap. We had a nice little gap over there over the summer from when Guardians came out to this one dropping. And this one here, the quote-unquote kind of sequel to Captain Marvel, but also bringing in other characters. Of course, Samuel Jackson is back as Nick Fury. We have Kamala Khan popping up in this one, Miss Marvel, and Monica Rambeau 
right. popping up as well uh, from WandaVision. Of course, she made her young debut uh, played by another actress in the original Captain Marvel movie, but that movie takes place in the 90s. So in this film, we've jumped forward and she's grown up. She works for she works on Saber with uh, Nick Fury. And uh, she's got her own powers, but you would have had to seen WandaVision to understand that one. And um, and that's kind of where I want to start, man. Like, it's just kind of like the homework to this film. Do we feel <laughs> like this is um, why maybe it could have hurt the overall film from a public, you know, perception? Because, yes, you have three main characters. Uh, number one, three female leads, which for some reason seems to throw a lot of people off uh, when we have all females, right. uh, even though these are three awesome females that are leading yeah, this thing, but rough. it is, it's a sequel to captain Marvel. Um, it is a follow-up to the miss Marvel Disney plus television show, which, you know, only had a, a decent size kind of, uh, you know, participation there on that show. Um, and then, like I said, WandaVision, where you really got the backstory here of Monica and what she's up to and kind of the strain with her relationship with Captain Marvel and and how she got her powers. Right. So you have kind of a sequel to all three of those characters, individual things. And a lot of people that are casual Marvel film um, lovers, they watch the movies. They don't really watch a lot of the Disney Plus shows. Um, and I think this was like one of the big problems we talked about with Multiverse of Madness, right? If you didn't watch that, you're kind of like, what the hell's going on with Wanda? Like, why is she evil all of a sudden? Why is she all super powerful? Like, you missed all of that, right? Uh, you went literally from Endgame where she's, you know, kick ass and almost destroys Thanos and uh, is mourning, you know, Tony Stark's death to the very next time you see her in a film she's dr strange's nemesis you know and it's <laughs> it could be jarring it could be very jarring if you hadn't seen the show i felt yeah. marvel up to that point i felt always did a pretty good job with being able to get into a movie or a show without having to do a lot of homework that they, they, they yeah. were always good entry points and multiverse of madness was the first movie i felt like if you didn't watch wandavision you were probably pretty screwed not yeah. that you can just jump in and watch it, but you're not going to understand who these kids are and why does she want these kids and where <laughs> did she get these powers and why is she evil? There was a lot of unanswered questions if you just jumped into that movie and hadn't seen WandaVision. Um, and then they've done pretty good kind of going back again to the well of like, okay, good entry points. And then this movie comes up. And again, I feel like, yes, you could jump in, but man, you would appreciate, I think, this movie so much more if you have the backstories to Kamala, if you have Monica's backstory, and obviously, you know, most people know Carol's. So um, so that's kind of the first question. I want to go around before we get into overall thoughts on this movie. Just what do you guys think from the homework perspective? Do you feel like this is something that could have become too daunting on maybe some <laughs> actual film goers, and that's why they didn't jump in? Because they're like, I don't know some of these characters, or um, just kind of what, what do you think about the state of that? Uh, Friggins, I'll start with you. Well, I actually think that I may have a very differing opinion. I, I, if it, I'm kind of interested to see what Peeps is. Um, but uh, you, you, how about you go first, Peeps? Because I feel sure. like I'm just about to shake it up. Sure. Well, I, I'll say this. Um, I think it's it is yes, DX. Obviously, it's definitely difficult to expect a hundred percent of your audience is going to have done the homework that we do and enjoy the homework that we do. 
I mean, people have been getting kind of burnt out of these things for a while. And for that to expect people to subscribe to a service to be able to watch these shows and watch them. And, you know, they don't do they don't release these shows the way that people like it. They 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 do it episodically, which people hate nowadays. I don't get, but I love it. But yeah. that, a lot of folks don't like that. So um, a, a couple negatives there. But um, but yeah. And I don't understand why they don't do the thing that they used to do, like in the nineties. Like remember, like on the sequel, they would do the whole, like the beginning of the movie would be nothing but flashbacks and catch-ups just mm. to get you all ready for it. I don't forgot know. about they could, it. They could do something like that just to make sure you're ready for the for it. But um, that's the uh, a, that's the legend show on Disney Plus. That's yeah, what yeah. there. <laughs> to get you all caught up. Exactly. Yeah. There's resources. <clears throat> I mean, in the beginning of every Loki episode, but you know, whatever. But my thing is this for a a show or a movie to you need to do research so you have to technically be i mean i would say probably die hard at that point you know to have to watch what was it you said two different shows right to to really get the wandavision and miss marvel watch both shows wandavision was four years ago or about three years ago and then the miss marvel was what last year and yeah, you know, then we get this one, and I, I, I still don't even feel that like this is really a good continuation from those because all those really did was just, I don't know. It's 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 hard for me to say. Like, yes, obviously it's a continuation, and watching those shows would help you with the movie, but um, it's not like those shows were really like leading it it wasn't like a like like i like wandavision was to multiverse of madness i feel like you had to watch wandavision to really get multiverse of madness but like i should i i did a whole i did like a 30 minute this is who with my kids and i showed them the scene where monica got her powers and i showed them the scene where um you know a, a couple scenes with kamala and her getting her power and they were good um so i don't know i i think I think that I think definitely DX. I think you're right. Um, this movie coming out, and for anybody to look at the poster, like my mom or anyone, and be like, "Who are these ladies?" I know one of the ladies, and it really wasn't that much of a continuation. I don't feel like from like Captain Marvel that much. It was very loosely connected to Captain Marvel, but we'll talk about that more. <laughs> All right. Well, well it's hard. To... It's hard to connect to Captain Marvel just because of that gap, right? Because I don't... Captain Marvel was in the 90s and we're so, so much has supposedly happened, you know, in the last 30 years. But like so. but like Secret Invasion was supposed to connect it and um it was at the end of WandaVision didn't like a scroll go and talk to Monica? Like what was that yeah. about? Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Maybe she that's... brought her to space. That's where I she mean, was. I'm sure she was with yeah. Nick on the space station. That's come on. That's like, an easy one. Come on. I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> she she said Nick wants to see you up there. Well, before <laughs> we start breaking down the movie, I wanted to chime in about the um, you know the comments about the homework and yeah. all that stuff. And and honestly, guys, I'm going to completely disagree with you guys in, in this concept because I feel like. It's not necessarily homework. I feel like this is just watching Marvel stuff. Marvel has become such a part of our culture almost that any movie goer has going out to watch MCU stuff. And I think that that's bled into the Disney Plus things because, again, Disney and Star Wars and Marvel and all these things are all 
just a big part of our, you know, uh, culture. It's in the zeitgeist. So we're going to have people just watching these anyway, just to watch them. Think about this. Like this is the 33rd movie. There's been pretty almost no problem with most individuals being able to watch each consecutive movie from one to another, kind of getting to this point. And this is not the first time that we've heard complaints about a a film and how the franchise is quote unquote dying or whatever. This has been an ongoing problem for the last year, two years, whatever it is. So my thought process with this is, no, it's not failing because it requires homework. It's not failing because it has female leads. Look at Wonder Woman and how well that did. Um, I think the problem is the story in and of itself. And watching that trailer instantly tells you whether, you know, uh, for many people uh, that they were not interested in it. And I don't think it's only, yes, there are, you know, scumbags that are just like, oh, it's it's because the the females, blah, blah, it's woke or whatever dumb (laughs) Yeah, whatever dumb crap people say about that kind of thing. But no, I think it's more than that. For someone who loves movies, loves MCU, like myself, seeing that trailer, Mm -hmm. it was boring. Um, And it was not interesting it was not enticing and i think that that's really what the key aspect is is that they've been losing a lot of like the overall um structure that they had before i guess you can say or or the appeal for the the characters that they're choosing to focus on and they're having you know an overload maybe that might be part of it in fact so it's not that maybe people are not doing the homework but maybe there's just so much of it that it's kind of getting less and less interesting. Um, so, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that those are the aspects of it. I just think that that there's there's essentially two categories of Marvel viewers in my mind. I mean, the third category, I guess, would be someone who doesn't watch Marvel movies, right? But of, of those that watch, there's the people that are super into it are going to watch every single thing, whether that's the movies and the um, and the TV shows, and they want to know all the information. Maybe even watching videos of them, like explaining the the details or the legends show that you mentioned, Don. And then the second would be those that just are going to watch a movie. Like there's, I've talked to so many people who are just like, I love the Marvel movies, and I'm like, oh yeah, who's your favorite? Character? I don't even have a favorite character. I just like to go watch them. I turn my brain off. They don't even remember what they're about. So like, you know, I think that the, it, it comes down to more of a lackluster uh, appeal to what was presented in the trailer. That's just my thoughts. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast Audio Branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, you know, that's why we come here, right? So, but the um, appeal come will come from magic, but the <laughs> appeal would come from the product, right? Well, I'm saying, but you got to entice you to go to the product, right? And when you watch that right. trailer, it's instantly was like, ooh, uh, this doesn't look interesting. It's not for me. Or, yeah, but I that's your, like, but that's your opinion. That's your opinion. It, yeah. Because and a, I feel I like the trailer, trailer was excellent. And the trailer, like a ton of fun. the trailer did, I think the, it, it said what the movie was about. It had the same energy that the movie was giving. Like, I don't think yeah. that, 
You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like you're saying, like, you know, fluff it up to make it look better than what it actually is. What I'm saying is the story was so lackluster that the trailer just wasn't interesting because the movie's not interesting. So it's the product. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. I thought you were referring to something else. But yeah, I mean, like, when you see that trailer, I'm not the only one that feels that way. Apparently, there's like a billion people who didn't go watch this movie that normally watch the, the Marvel movies. So I'm not the only one. And I did go watch it. I did go watch it. (laughs) So, but you um, weren't happy about it, Fred. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Hey, I I saw your review. You didn't hate it either. So I did. Let's not Um, you know. But not go make it seem like we're just hating here. And we're just talking about getting people in the seats right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And 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 I think that's that's another conversation. I think we're gonna have a little bit later (laughs) when we talk box office because it's more than just this movie, man. We can go back to several films that have all underperformed in the last year. So it's just you know whether you want to call it superhero fatigue or whatever you want to call it, like there's a bigger thing here and other factors that play into it more than just oh the trailer didn't look good um because i i i love the trailer i thought when that trailer trailer hit it looked like so much fun we had the beastie boys song i was jamming i was ready i was like this looks great right and we had three big heroes the body swapping stuff i thought was cool as hell with the powers like it's set up to look like a fun movie and that's what i wanted out of it right um so let's just go into overall thoughts so we're heading into the theater we're going to watch this thing some of us reluctantly i guess and then (laughs) we're waiting to see how this turns out and um so as we always do you know kind of where was your expectation where was your head at going in and where was it at coming out so um peeps we'll start with you let's roll um when i first heard about this movie uh man years ago pre-covid um yeah man i was definitely stoked about it like just the marvels i knew that we were that we were going to have a kamala we were going to have um i don't think I had um, Monica in mind, but I was really, in my mind, I was thinking, and you'll probably hear you mention this a couple of times, but Blue Marvel, the, a character that, from what I, from the, the groups that I'm involved in, a lot of folks are actually really excited to see the Blue, Blue Marvel come to screen. And, um, and, and, on, and I'll say this too, and I'll throw this out there. I, I was kind of hoping, and I didn't want to put any bad mo- mojo out there and say it and but in my in the back of my mind, I was like, Marvel Girl, maybe? But, you know, that didn't happen either. So, I don't know. I just, well, I was definitely stoked about this. But at the same time, I remember not being that excited about the Captain Marvel movie. And those of you that have listened to my show, The People's Forum, um, I am not a big fan of Captain Marvel, the, the comic book character, Captain Marvel. And... Uh, I think that character has a lot of issues. And then with there being a movie about her, I was like, eh, but Marvel's there's like, it's not just her movie. There's other people. So like, I was excited. Then I saw the trailer and I'm like, oh, that's like a very unique, interesting thing. I wanted to see how that, you know, how that pans out and what what's to, what's to go in the future or what's to where this is going to lead us in the future. So, um, I mean, I was, I was I would say I was just like moderately excited. I was just like, yeah, let's let's see what happens. I'm not gonna get my hopes up because I've been hurt before. <laughs> so yeah. Well and then I... walking out. Hold on. Oh, now I walked out. out. I was like, freaking, <laughs> let's talk about this movie. And he 
walked away with his middle finger in the air. I I got no conversations with Friggins <laughs> after the movie. I was so sad. No, but after the movie, honestly, I I felt very much um uh like a little bit and then up and down, but um it it, it slightly exceeded my expectations. Um, I there's moments where myself and Friggins were kind of cracking up in the theater at the the, the random jokes that were thrown there. Um, and uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I, I, I uh, liked it. Uh, something I'm sure a couple things that we're going to be talking about, I'm sure later on that happened. And I don't know if I left the theater excited about that, but like to be honest, the, the three words that I shared with Friggins or the you know, three things that we shared talking was just about that end credits uh scene so you know what i mean like we're so it, it's very much that venom to carnage vibe you know we're like we're sat there we i'm not saying the movie was bad but we sat through a bad movie but when that movie ended we're like oh, oh, oh what if this happens oh what if this happens so uh but no overall though they got you yeah man i uh i i i feel like i enjoyed it and very curious about where they're going to take things and you know going forward those two end credits were very intriguing but again for i will say though like as a captain marvel movie there's nothing about captain marvel that has me excited about her future which we probably won't have from what the actress was talking about even before this movie was released so i don't know we'll see hopefully Friggins, where were you at before? Where were you at coming up? Well, go as I mentioned, I know going you, you didn't before, care going. <laughs> I did not give any shit about this movie. Like, if I'm gonna be honest, um, when hey I Pete, someone be at the theater. If you don't want to come, I don't know if you want to. Yeah. I'll be there. I, I I saw the trailer. I was like, oh wow, this one. I, I this might be the first Marvel movie that I just wait and don't see in theater and wait until I see. I, I legitimately considered waiting and it wasn't again like it was just because what i was seeing i was like i i don't think this is you know a movie for me it's just not targeted to me um there are some movies that come out and i see the trailer and i'm like nah um and i had that feeling for this one um but the nerd inside of me could not let that pass i did have to see it in theater um but this is interesting because I'm a kind of a movie snob in the sense that like when I go see a movie, especially a Marvel movie or something, but I love seeing it like on the big screen and the XD theater, the surround sound, like the massive one. And this yeah. one, like I, I looked in like decent seats were full and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to order the, the not XD one. And we went even peeps. So, you know, when you, you were talking about tickets, you're like, how come you didn't get the XDCs? I'm like, I'm yep. not gonna pay extra for this one. <laughs> oh, um, but honestly, I, I probably would have, but they were sold out, so I didn't. I didn't put up a big fight for it. I think I even ordered them like a couple days before the movie actually came out, instead of like the month ahead that you normally do. Um, so yeah, I, I, I as I was not interested. I did not. I and I l- seriously and legitimately almost did not see this movie in theater because of the most i think one of the most motivating factors was i thought we were going to do a recording so i was like well i'm gonna have to be on that <laughs> so gotta do it for the pod that's you right do, do it for for the, for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um but coming out of it i had quite a different experience you know i think it was in the movie i had such a an interesting experience of of loving and think but also hating the same thing 
Um, but then I couldn't help but find myself laughing. Um, I, I, there was some joy that I was able to uh, pull out of it. And one kid, character in particular, uh, Marvel did some really amazing things with um, some details we'll talk about that I actually really, really liked. Um, and yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, like I realized not every movie, in particular, not every Marvel movie has to be game changing. Not everything has been game changing. Some things are just okay. And that's okay. And I think that, like, as I was watching that, I kind of came to that realization. It, there's a disappointment when you're really excited for something and it doesn't hit to the level you want. But when you have, like, zero expectations, it's a lot easier to appreciate it for what it was. And I think that's what helped me when I came out of there and I go, I laughed. I saw some cool action. I had a decent time. There were some things I liked about it. There are definitely some things I didn't like about it. But overall, like, it was fine. Like I had a good time and I was glad that I actually decided to see it in theater. I, I have a, I have a question for you, Friggins. Yeah. Where is Thor two on your, on your, on your list? Of oh, I'd have to, I'll pull it up and you'll get to know in a little it's number bit. Number 29. It's, <laughs> I pull, I moved some things around on the list. I don't wow. think Thor two it's, did. <laughs> Thor two is very low on your totem pole. So it's, it's a movie, you know, comparatively you don't enjoy very well. Thor but 2 thing... has moved on my totem pole. <laughs> FYI. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, my point is, is that even though you don't like Thor, Thor 2 as much as a like an overall movie, yeah. I to 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 go with your statement, even though you know not game-breaking things have to happen in movies all the time, I will slightly disagree with you and say okay. that Thor 2 being, you know, not that great of a movie, there were so many like very character important if the events that happened in that movie he lost sure. his mom he uh you know that's where we got the uh one of the infinity stones um you know we had that low-key sacrifice like again but um and then even the end of that like that whole movie had a purpose and it was part of a bigger plot that we felt yeah. like it was leading to something whereas like i will say the thing that i don't like about this is that like what what did this movie what what was the purpose of this movie well that's kind of actually do that's kind of my point is you could take thor 2 out of existence and it doesn't matter like you could still get the idea of what a reality stone is later there are details moment in endgame though hold on hold on there are moments that are like explained later in other movies just like in endgame you get the they can tell you of the big events that happen without necessarily sitting through that but my point is the movie was still i still had a good time with it it's on the bottom of my list but i i don't like hate it and that's what i'm saying same thing with um what i realized with miss marvel was like oh yeah there's been other marvel movies that i haven't liked that were not game changing like an end game or a winter soldier or whatever but also i still enjoyed it and it's still fun and that's okay and so like that's that's what i was getting out of it is is they don't all have to be bangers, you know. They're not all going to be number one on your list every time a new one comes out. Like, yeah. uh, but it doesn't mean it. It sucked. Like, it, it was still fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Um, so going in, uh, was looking forward to it. Yeah, Captain Marvel, the original film, is on my lower end. Um, you know, I think that making it a Marvel's film and kind of adding more to it. 
really helped, right? It helped kind of make it be like, okay, this is something I want to see a little bit more than maybe a direct Captain Marvel sequel where she's just by herself. Uh, especially after the Miss Marvel show, um, you know, I was excited for this one. I did buy the tickets like the day they dropped. We were ready. IMAX, let's go, right? Like just, um, um, but yeah, and, and like you said, Friggins, like you were one of the ones that said, you know, like not every movie's for me. And, and this is one of those ones that, you know, through my daughter, um, you know, who shout out, by the way, tomorrow turns 10. And, awesome. uh, you know, <laughs> she, she, she um, you know, loved Miss Marvel. Um, she really liked Captain Marvel. And, you know, she was Captain Marvel for Halloween a couple years ago. She was Miss Marvel for Halloween this year. And, like, watching that show and then seeing a movie come out where now Kamala is a part of something with another character she likes was a big deal for her right like and she was like this is awesome like getting to see them together and i could see the giddiness in her throughout the movie when kamala's kind of fangirling you know mm -hmm. about carol you know and it's like oh my god you know captain my captain like you know <laughs> things where she's just like this is my hero right like and i could see that in my daughter's eyes watching this movie that like her because I feel like she relates more to Miss Marvel at this point, right? And then yeah. seeing how Miss Marvel is with Captain Marvel, it was just I could see that connection, and that made me more excited to watch this movie because I wanted to do it with her and kind of awesome. see that play out. And doing it like we just had such a big smile on her face watching it the whole time. You know, when we walked out, like I was like, What do you think? What's your rating? And she's like, 10 out of five, you know, like, <laughs> like so stoked about wow. it. I was like, and usually, and usually I'm like, yo, you can't go above five. There's no such thing, but I was going to let her have that 10 out of five. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she was, she was on cloud nine. She wore her, her Miss Marvel Halloween outfit to the movie premiere. That's she awesome. was excited, man. She was stoked. And, uh, you know, so yeah, we had a blast, man. My wife thought it was really fun and, and she had a great time with it. Like, we all walked out super happy. Geeky Pat, on the other hand, not so much. But, uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, and it's just one of those things that, again, like, as you kind of, we talked about other movies being like this, where you kind of have this weird toxicity. And it's like, yeah. you know, you look, you look at Twitter or you look at threads, whatever, and you're kind of scrolling through. And it's like you literally go from one tweet of, like, this is the worst movie ever made. To the very next tweet saying like oh my god this is my favorite marvel movie i loved it i've seen it three times already you know so it's yeah. just like again you're just like wow man how divisive like some of these movies can be and and in the last week i feel like more and more tweets that i see are positive like it's everybody being like how has this film not done better right like this is such a fun movie and that really was the term i walked out with in my head i was like that was fun like, yes, there was nothing really game-changing, right? We weren't like, oh, my God, like, I love how this set up this, right? Like, I mean, take post-credit scene aside, it's like, it was just a movie. It was just a story. We told it. We're done, right? It was yeah. more about the comedy and the action and, you know, uh, uh, another superhero meeting her idol and stuff like that. And, like, that's what the movie was for. And I had a blast with it and I thought it was really fun. And then when I asked my wife, we got in the car, I said, what'd you think? She goes, that was really fun. And that word came up again. And I was like, see, and I hadn't even said that yet. And I was like, <laughs> yes, that was my logic with it was it's a fun time at the theater, yeah. right? Like we, yeah. we, we laughed, we smiled, we enjoyed. And I think that's what you guys got out of it too, was just yeah. a fun movie, like nothing more, nothing less, um, you know, 
so yeah so that's kind of overall thoughts so as we like to do we like to always go kind of right in get the negative kind of out the way what stands out what are some of the things that we didn't like you know about this movie um i'll kind of start just because there's not really much that i didn't like about the movie um i'll, I'll start villain wise um you know what darben i believe was her name i like her motive it made sense why she was pissed and why she wanted to do what she wanted to do but this definitely falls in that like who gives a fuck uh checklist of, of mm -hmm. villains right this is yeah. malakith the elf right this is yeah. like this is stuff like that where you just have like a c-level villain and you're like <laughs> it's not really memorable they weren't that great um and this has nothing to do again with the actress or like or anything she played her role the way that they wrote it um but unfortunately it was just kind of a whack villain like nothing really happened um and at the end of the movie when she finally gets the two bangles that she wanted the whole film she fucking just died like it just like didn't really make any sense it just overpowered her and she disintegrated like it was like okay what the hell was the point of that is that on purpose um, or uh... yeah <laughs> yeah 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 i'm just like holy shit so like so that that was a bummer that we didn't have something stronger it doesn't super take away anything for the movie for me because to me this movie is about the three leads so like the villain is whatever to me like if the three leads work which they do and their chemistry is fantastic then the villains whatever but that was definitely a didn't like kind of weak point of the movie i thought in the trailer she was going to be this new ronin she was going to be this new badass like you yeah. know she had the staff she had everything right she's with the kree and it just was like ah oh, you ruined my planet and i'm gonna fucking kill you like so um so that was a bummer for me i really did not like the singing planet um that was <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't fucking like i was like that was the point in the movie where i was like what the fuck am i watching right now <laughs> like yeah. like when they got there and they were like you gotta be singing and then she turned into a princess with the captain marvel <laughs> logo on her dress yeah. and i'm just like what is going on and they're singing and they're dancing and I'm like, okay, you lost me for a good, you know, 10 minutes there. Um, the planet itself looked, hey, the planet itself looked cool. And, and I liked the action that we got out of it. But the concept of the singing planet and how Carol was a princess and she had basically married this dude to make him legal. <laughs> like, like, it was like this whole, like, you know, fucking the weird ass marriages that happened to bring somebody into our country, you know? Like it's just it's yeah. just so it was such a weird little kind of sidestep that it, it just didn't flow for me. And I have seen several people go to bat for this scene online and be like, it. but um it just it just this was a WTF moment for me in the film. I couldn't I couldn't get down with it um <laughs> really at all. Um I and then lastly, really, this is my three big points. I, I wish we would have got more um either flashback or what with carol you know blowing up the supreme intelligence right and like this was basically the gist of the movie right she blew up this thing in the sequel we didn't get <laughs> and um mm -hmm. and and basically ruined the planet right they had no sun they had no water the air was messed up because she broke the supreme intelligence and they do a little flashback scene and it looked cool as shit and i wish we would have got more i think i thought the there was going to be more been... to that yeah and i, I truly feel that's what I'm saying. That's why I joke like that's the Captain Marvel 2 that they skipped over to get yeah. to this one, right? The Marvels does feel like a part three, right? Then more of Very a part much. two. Yeah. And 
I think what they should have done is they should have had that flashback scene more fleshed out. And I think the movie should have started there. I think if you started Ooh, with that better. and it and it showed, you know, her fighting Darben and fighting the Kree and then blowing up the Supreme Intelligence and then the planet kind of dying. And then you go to the Marvel logo, right? And then the, the credits start coming in and, and then it's like, okay, now we're off to the races, right? Present day, boom, we pick up. We already know the backstory there. And I get what they were trying to do is like have this big reveal later of like, you know, how come you never came to visit? And it's like, oh, I'm sad because I fucked this planet up. And, yeah, but it's I like, to it would have worked better. Came back. Yeah. yeah. It would have just worked better, like more fleshed out and kind of, and I think it would have been placed better in the beginning because there's been several Marvel movies where you've got the opening scene and then it goes to the Marvel crawl, right? You don't have yeah. to start right there. Um, and I think that would have set the tone Already. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of movies. I mean, Quantumania just did that a couple months back, right? Like yeah, we get yeah. the Kang crashing and dealing with you know uh, Michelle That's Pfeiffer right. before the logo opens. So That's true. Um, so those are the main things that stand out to me. I might agree more with you guys as you talk <laughs> and they <laughs> pop into my head more, but those were the big ones coming out of it for me that kind of really stood uh, out for me as things I didn't quite like. Like I said, didn't ruin the movie for me, but just if I'm pointing out things that I wish would have been a little bit different or changed. That's kind of where it starts. So, Friggins, pass it to you. What you got? Well, peeps, I apologize. I'm going to take a while. You're, after I'm done, you're probably <laughs> no, just going to say, I it. agree. <laughs> um, look, in all seriousness, there's, there, I feel like there's quite a bit wrong with this film. And, and I'm going to start with the fact <laughs> that it was number three and not number two. Uh, or it should... It should have been a sequel before this right. one, just like we said, or just like you said, Don. Um, that story in the flashback of her going up against the Supreme Intelligence, I had so many more questions, and that was so much more interesting. I think we, I would have rather seen a film about that sequence of events where we can learn about Darben so we can care about Darben to see what happens to her later. The opening sequence where it shows her getting the bangle was completely lame. The other bad guys around her, not just her, but like the other people that were in, in her squad were terrible. I mean, the acting in that More scene was terrible. incredibly yeah. rough. Like, <laughs> we don't need that. She could show up with the thing and just say, I have one. I'm looking for the other one. And that explains everything we really need to know. Um, so we didn't need that at all. And I actually really like your idea about having that. If you're not going to give us that sequel first then that opening credit scene to give us that background would have been much, much better. So totally on, on par with you on that. The other thing, uh, uh, also on par with you, was with the um, singing uh, planet. That's the thing that I like hated and loved at the exact same time. As a aspect of Marvel Universe and their reality, I hated it. But as a moment in the theater, <laughs> I loved it. Like... It, I was dying. I was cracking up. Like when the dress appears, I looked over a piece. I was like, What? Yeah. Like, where did that come from? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. Who generated that? Was it the prince? Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, Who did this? Who did and this? Just, like, she don't got that power. <laughs> it's like just in their head. I don't, I didn't understand. But like, when you're trying to, it, it was a very Taika Waititi kind of moment, I think. And they were trying to match yeah. his, his level and <laughs> even some of what Gunn has done. Um, and they were trying to match their level of kind of wackiness, but I think it went way too far to the Disney side um, for the reality of the universe that Marvel resides in. However, that being said, 
um, as a scene. I absolutely thought it was hilarious. Um, you mentioned the bad guy. So again, we're on all the same pages so far. Um, Darben is the uh, completely who cares character. Um, they gave us nothing to really like this character. The motivation was a good motivation, but um, you know, there was just nothing there. There was no gravitas. My biggest problem with her is how is Captain Marvel going to struggle against her, especially if she's got two people. And I, don't tell me that like her power was slightly drained because of the bands. Like, okay. Even if it was slightly like she could have almost no power and I still, after seeing her take on Thanos, like I feel like she still would have beat her, even with like the smallest amount of power still left. Um, that was one of the hardest things to believe about this uh, film was that this was a challenging yeah. bad guy. Um, nothing about the the bands, her ability to have that drain the power, anything gave me the sense that she could be as much as a threat as Thanos, and then some that would make Captain Marvel struggle with her with partners. Um, I, this one's probably going to generate some hate. Um, so Sean, sorry. Hey, hey, hey. Photon didn't really need to be in the movie. Um, I feel like her character was not mm. utilized at the level that she should have been. Um, you mean Marvel woman? <laughs> yeah. Professor Marvel or whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah. so, I, I mean, she... So, like, if you look at comics history, like, some people think of Captain Marvel as Marvel, the the original guy, and then some think of Photon. She was like a big part of the Avengers for many years, and uh, I don't remember what year era, maybe like the eighties, seventies, something like that. Um, so, like, I've talked to and listened to many podcasts where people are like, "That's what I think of of Captain Marvel um, was Photon, basically," um, and and Monica Rambeau, um, but. Then there's like I, when I first met Carol Danvers, I met her as Miss Marvel, um, and then she became Captain Marvel, which I thought was a cool little progression. Um, and so I think it depends on like where you come as which one is your captain. Um, but so I get why they wanted to include her in the the totality of it, but they really didn't have her do a whole lot. Um, and I think you could do the same movie with just. Um, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. How would they close the uh, the, the portal, Fred? <laughs> just, just takes two instead of three. Uh, On the other side. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying it was fine. I'm just saying I feel like she could have been completely cut, and you would have had essentially the same movie, which tells me that's a bad thing that they didn't use her character to like the fullest that she probably could have been used. Um, I have so many more I can keep going, but the last thing I guess I'll talk on is Saber. And I was calling it sword in my Instagram review because yeah, I was it. thinking about the sword I mean, station. It's sword. It's it, literally it, sword. Exactly. So it's a saber, whatever. You're going to tell me that you set this thing up for years where we first <laughs> saw Nick Fury in an after credit scene walking on saber. And then, you know, they hint at it with um, Secret Invasion and then not really show us. And I'm building up like this is going to be some kind of big deal. And it's not. It's it's just another background setting. It's it's literally an office for them to hang out in. They don't in. do anything. They do nothing. And then it blows up. Like, what the hell? Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> complete waste of, you know, the, the I feel like you teased this for nothing and wasted all of our, like, excitement and discussion about what that was going to be. Um, I feel like there's more, um, but I'll 
I'll let peeps go. <laughs> Sorry if I said everything. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. When we get to um, go- the goods, after you go, I'll just say, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got you. I got wow. you. Um, well, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention it, but for me, uh, this, this is a semi-bad, but it didn't do it for me. But the whole flirkin scene. Oh, yes. Um, I I didn't I get the point of it. And I it was it. cute I for it. the kids, right? It was kids. cute for the kids, but like yep. the story in which they tried to convince us didn't make sense. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I get it. They're storage units, so they get to store the people, but they're a bunch of mindless cats. How were they able to convince the cats to eat these people until we get off of the station? And then <laughs> like like they, it, they just thing. said <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about it. There's no overthinking it. This is how did they do that? But whatever. <laughs> Any thinking about it is too much. That's yeah. true. Because it, only, it. it, it was only purely for comedic. If, yeah, uh, it, d- it. it didn't need any of the main characters. They they weren't. Yeah, exactly. Know, that's whatever. the funny thing. Yeah. <clears throat> like I don't know. I feel like whatever. But yeah, it, it was fine. But and like I said, overall, it's not like a bad thing. But like all in all, I'm like, this is what we're doing. We're we're spending time doing this when this, I don't know, like this quantum, yeah, these quantum bands responsible on. for tearing holes in the fabric of space is happening, but we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> and I, I love how they made it seem like it was such a secret and friggins and I are like, like this movie isn't for us because these fri- they're obviously eggs from this alien creature that they showed in the trailer, but like, okay. Where are these eggs coming from? Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fine. Funny thing was, um, is the popcorn bucket at AMC was the flurkin egg. Um, oh, wow. We saw those disgusting. In the lobby. <laughs> when, we, when we saw them in the lobby, we were like, what the fuck is that? Like, why is this the popcorn bucket? Because I, I, didn't, I didn't see it in the trailer at all. They and, uh, I just cats. saw the kittens. The I saw cats, a bunch yeah. of kittens. Well, yes, the kit, yes, the kittens. But the eggs, yeah. I, I had no idea. So I was like, yeah. I was like, what? Why is this the Captain Marvel bucket? And then the very first egg pops up in the movie, and I'm like, oh shit, it's the popcorn bucket. <laughs> like, dude, that's what it is. So it was really funny. And then my daughter was like, now we really got to get the popcorn bucket because it had the flurkins in it. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Kamala's family was great. Until they got on the station, and then I'm like, "Why are they there? What are they doing? Why are they there? What is even happening? You, you're not going anywhere, Kamala. You're staying here. Like, okay, so why are we doing any of this then? Like, I don't know. Alan, and then where's even the uh, the brother's wife? Like, that was the whole big that was the whole big moment in the the show where he got married. Yeah, but she's gone. I guess I don't know. Whatever, it's fine. Um. He would just happen to be at the house when they had the big fight. Okay, so sure. Nick, Nick took everybody at the house. <laughs> there you he go. called the wife, said, "I'll be, I'll be back later." No, Got, Got it. Um, leave the food on the stove. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you guys again with the villain. I think that everyone is saying that, and I, I agree. I, I think for me, if they would have given her some kind of something to make her stand out a little bit more to make her a little bit more badassery like instead of like a hammer i don't know give her like a big ass scythe or something like that like some some kind of comic book thing that pops 
maybe instead of her being average size, she's like an avatar size. She's like eight Ooh. foot or something like that. Yeah. Or um, give her glowing eyes, you know, something, <laughs> something to make her stand out. Um, I don't, I don't think there's really anything they with the storyline that they gave us. I don't think there's really anything they could have done to really make me care outside as when you have that villain that you actually um, that you're like, you know, you're kind of siding with like, actually that she has a really good point, but in this one, like, no, it you don't have a good point. It's not good to take someone else's water for yourself. Like, no, <laughs> there's nowhere anywhere where I'm ever going to agree that this is a good thing. To, so her, her motives, my opinion didn't make sense. And, and you guys say that they killed the, 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 the superior intelligence that, and I'm like, how did that destroy the sun? No, that didn't destroy the sun. Her killing the supreme intelligence created a civil war, and they destroyed their own son by like the war, I guess. Sure, but like, I don't know. Leave. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. It's, I, I, I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't like the villain. She was dumb. Like, like freaking said, there's no stakes. Even them fighting her and her sucking up their powers. It's like, stop shooting her. Carol, stop shooting yeah, her. Just don't shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, like, okay, I'm gonna go grab her. Oh, like, you're dumb. Like, like, come on. Like, can we do something else here? I don't know. All right. Um, something you guys didn't say. Uh, for me, um, at the end of the movie when Kamala uh, got her band taken off, um, I thought that this would be a moment that we would get Kamala from the comics. Um, she her powers are completely different from the comics. I honestly don't like this light based create stuff thing that she does because she doesn't. First of all, she doesn't do anything cool with it outside of punch and grab people from a distance. So if that's all you're going to have her do with this power, then just give her her powers from the comics. Yeah, that's she makes it. little steps that she can jump on, but she doesn't do it. She did it in the movie. She barely did it. Okay, she's falling from space, and I told Friggins how cool it would have been if she would have created like an Iceman slide or something like that, and like like to <laughs> to slow cool. her momentum or something. But she didn't. I don't know. And yes, she did make some steps or whatever. But like, I don't know. It's dumb. Just doing the comics, and she can make herself like Ant Man size. Like that'll be fine. I don't know. And I just thought that this would be a way that they can do it. Oh my gosh, she doesn't have the band. Remember, she has mutant abilities, and that's gonna. Maybe that's going to tie into this movie somehow. They they kind of led to that at the end of it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So that's well, because they don't want her to be stretchy like Reed because they're going to try to make that a big deal when they launch. I, I think, but her her deal is a little bit more than just stretchiness. Like she can control the dense, whatever. But yeah, sure. Even if at the end is, of the day, she's stretchy. If, yeah. yeah at the end of the day, she's stretchy. Um, but like, yeah, sure. It's similar to Reed, but like, I think that would be an interesting, like, Hey, you could I could stretch. You know what I mean? Like she she would totally geek over that like little thing. Like we're like the same. I don't know. I don't know. Um I mean, but they kind of have her do that with her light powers. Like she didn't do it in the movie, but on the show she turned really big like giant man, you know, and then she her when she does the big fist like it's stretchy and long, yeah. you know. So I don't like it. You know, they like just they just had to tweak it. It's very green lantern, you know, more yes. than anything else. Yeah, I don't like it. Um let's see i already mentioned how disappointed and this was a me thing i was disappointed that they they didn't actually have blue marvel or they didn't have marvel girl in it um i think that would have been amazing but hmm. whatever 
Um, <laughs> Nick Fury. Uh, I know Nick Fury's purpose was to be the big like this is like this is Marvel. Remember him? He's in it. (laughs) He doesn't really do anything. And you know, the whole secret invasion this is the the, uh, no, we're talking about negatives, but I guess a negative good thing is that this kind of takes a secret invasion away like that shit never happened. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Like there's no wife. There's no like yeah. Conversation about well, what because the, the rumor the rumor is is that Secret Invasion was supposed to come out after the Marvels, and when they pushed it back from July, it then made it come oh. out after. So oh, like that that's why sucks. there's really no connection. Yeah, because he's not because yeah he's a totally different Nick Fury in the Marvels than he is in yeah. Secret he's, Invasion. He's fighting again, and he like never lost his mojo. You know he's he's good yeah. and and yeah. he's he's a little bit more quippy. He's than got no Marvel. worries in the world. Yeah, oh, super quippy in this movie, dude. You could tell. They were like, just come to set, Sam, and just yeah. whatever the fuck. I don't think whatever. he had any lines on the paper. <laughs> yeah, you know? He's all, black girl magic! And they're like, yeah, just leave it in. <laughs> that was such a good moment. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's just Monica. Or, oh, it's just Carol. It's just or Carol. Carol. That was my favorite, dude. Oh! It's just Carol. <laughs> it's just Carol. Um, black man. girl magic. Let's see. Like, honestly, though, like, yeah, kind of, I'm kind of with you, though, DX. I mean, Things that I didn't like, there are several, several, several plot things that bothered me that could have made this movie, I think, better. I, but letting that go and then just kind of going with the flow that they gave us and just enjoying the movie for this comedy, uh, buddy cop, you know, team up, um, you know, uh, Marvel film, it, it yeah, it 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 served its purpose, and it was yeah, it was a, and like like you said, I 100 percent agree. It was a lot of fun. I think that was the first thing I said in our messages when we said you know when I when I said my thoughts about it. It was like yeah, it was fun. Like I laughed and and uh, yeah, several things I you know, it, I feel very similar with Blue Beetle. Several things that I'm like eh, could have done this better, but whatever. It, it is what it is. You know, it was so, fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was it fun. Was fun. All right, well, let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff we love, some of the things we enjoyed coming out of it. And uh, I really do think, like, the fun aspect is the biggest thing to say in this kind of, you know, spot, right? Like, it's just the moments with our leads, right? Like, like I said, like, if this, if there's no chemistry between Carol and Kamala and Monica, then this movie falls apart, like, 100%. Um, the fact that they do work very well together and that there is not only the backstory of Lieutenant Trouble and Carol and kind of them being so close to each other, but then Kamala being the fangirl that's just like, oh my God, it's Nick Fury. Is this an Avengers test? Like I get to be a part of this. Let's be a team, you know, and just having that really young, you know, really young teenager kind of optimism, right? Like that she's just like, yo, I'm just so stoked let's do this you know and carol's like yo i'm i'm solo i've always been solo i'm gonna ride solo um you know so but i i think that that's what makes the movie work for me is the chemistry between the three i like where they're at from the beginning of the film to the end of the film um i thought the action was all pretty solid i love the interchanging of the three every time they use their powers at the same time especially the montage of them training on how to do it 
I like that we got that. That's not something that we typically kind of get in a movie like this. And I thought that was super cool. Like, you know, like with them trying to learn how to, if I do this, then you do this and then I'll do this and you do this. Like you like that part too, didn't you friggins? A montage is always good. Yeah. You you didn't leave. (laughs) I I actually missed the montage because I had to write the rest. (laughs) Oh no. But of, of all the times you have to run to the restroom, I didn't miss much other than a training. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it was great. It was so much fun to see them like be successful at it, but then also fail at it, and then trying to just figure out how to make it work. Um, I liked using the little headset thing that they did to kind of get some flashbacky stuff, you know, like like they did it with the purpose of going into Kamala's memories because she saw the star map and she knew where they were going but then having it bounce, right? And then having that almost be a MacGuffin to doing some of that backwards homework that we talked about at the beginning because it shows the stuff from WandaVision where her mom died while she blipped, you know? And then she comes back and it's like, oh, Maria's already passed, you know? And then seeing that, because that was straight from WandaVision and then seeing some of the stuff with Kamala from the TV show and like getting that as some kind of pieces to put back together. Um, seeing that Carol did come back and and see Maria when she was dying uh, of cancer, you know, and having that conversation and, yeah. you know, her being like, I can't come back because it's too difficult, right? You're my best friend. You're like a sister to me and you're dying and it makes Earth be somewhere I don't want to be because it reminds me of that. And that was a piece I think we needed, right? Because one of the biggest questions around Captain Marvel has always been, where the fuck is she? Because it's like they introduced that she was a thing from the 90s and was the inspiration for the Avengers with Nick Fury, but then she's gone, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we never see her again until Endgame, and she's only in Endgame for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, and then since then, we got what? A post credit scene in Shang-Chi? Like, there's really been nothing with Carol, you know? And that's always been a question is, where's Captain Marvel? Where's Captain Marvel? Like, how is Kamala such a fan of Captain Marvel when she's never fucking around? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when you start to really think about it, how she got all these posters and t-shirts and all these things for, for Carol that wouldn't, you know, she's never on earth. So how would earthlings really know about her? Right. Other well, than the rumor yeah. of, of the annihilator. I will, I will <laughs> say uh, Boba Fett was my favorite Star Wars character for years. And he was only on the movie for like a minute and a half. <laughs> Very true. (laughs) But you saw it from a different perspective. If you were just someone that lived on Tatooine on the other side of the planet, you probably wouldn't know who the fuck Boba Fett was. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but this this movie, like I said, it mainly works because of the chemistry of the three. I like the devices that they use to give us some flashbacks, piece some of the pieces back together. Um, Like I said, the quippiness, the comedy, you know, we talked a little bit about it like like to me, I really enjoyed Nick Fury in this movie because he and maybe that's because of Secret Invasion, right? Like in Secret Invasion, he's so dour and down and grumpy and beat up. And I'm a Nick Fury that just doesn't know if I'll live to see tomorrow. Whereas in here, he's kind of old school Nick and he's more like, you know, he's badass and throw him a gun. He's going to kill motherfuckers. And he's got the, you know, like just he's got some really good moments in this movie with some one-liners and i i thought he was i thought he was a fun fun time uh in this film um that i appreciated like i said the um fight choreography the three powers bouncing back and forth i like how they brought that together at the end um we'll talk you know post credits later 
Um, I loved the surprise of the Young Avengers setup. I thought uh, that was done really, finally, really well. Finally, um, you know, Late. yes, that you know, we've been talking about this for a couple of years. They've been planting seeds, and then as soon as I saw the dog, I was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna be Kate!" And when <laughs> Kate walked in, and she's like, "Kate," and it's very Nick Fury to Iron Man, right? Like it's, yeah. "Hey, I got this list. I'm putting together the a same team. line, Let's the same this. line from the yeah." Iron it was so good. She's like, uh, "Okay." So it was great to see <clears throat> Haley Steinfeld. That was something that was not spoiled for me, and I appreciated that. Um, spoiled for me because the post, oh, yeah, because nice. the post credits I had an idea of uh, through some big rumors that were floating around for a while. So even though I didn't know for sure, I wasn't shocked when I saw what I saw because I had already heard the rumors. Um, but yeah, the young setting up the Young Avengers because that's not something even that. Marvel has greenlit or Marvel's talked about like, hey, in 2025, you're getting mm -hmm. some sort of Young Avengers. It's been mum. You know, we've just been in our own heads being like, well, we got Ironheart and we got, you know, America Chavez and we Hulk's got a son. And like, yeah. you know, we have all these characters setting up. We got Patriot out there, you know, all these different things. Wanda's kids coming back. You know, like, what do we have here? Um, I love that Kamala's kind of going to be the one to kind of head that up. I like that she had the little thing that was like that she she was like you got stuff on me and she took that and then was looking up other heroes to go find them. Um, yeah. I thought that was super super cool. Um, yeah, uh, those are the main things that stick out for me. Like I said, the movie lives and dies by the chemistry of the leads, and that's what makes it fun. The dynamic between the three make it fun. Um, I really liked um monica in here so i disagree you know that with fred saying like oh that he thinks the movie could have been just as good without her i think she did serve a purpose mm -hmm. um and again i think that stems from wandavision i think that's buying into that character and seeing what she's been through i like that you know she's i liked her powers i like the way that they did it i like the way that she could almost like vision she could phase through the walls and phase through people and then but also use the powers she was badass at the end when they charged her up like, so, yeah, I think, um, and I think she just, the way, uh, Tiona Paris plays her is really, really well. So I like, I like the way she plays the character because she's kind of no nonsense, but at the same time, you know, she was singing and dancing on the, on the singing planet, you know, like kind of getting down, you know? So, um, she was badass when she got her suit. Uh, I like the new suits. I, I thought like that was suit. really cool. I like yeah. that they that they got that from the singing planet that it was like, he was like, yeah, I made you guys some stuff, you know, even little things like Kamala's uh, scarf, scarf, you know, being yeah. kind of something she could whip and, and it kind of doing more than just being a scarf, like around her neck, you know? So um, the suits were, were really cool. And a lot of times they just have a new suit at the end of the movie. And you're kind of like, well, where did that come from? You know? So at least they kind of explained it here that he was, you know, putting some new threads together for them and they had a purpose of, of what they could do. So, um, those are the big things that stood out for me. Uh, Friggins, what, what what were some of the standouts for you? Uh, a lot of the same. Uh, I would say that my uh, favorite thing was probably the suits. I really like uh, character design. I think it's really cool when we see that um, simplicity added to the costumes. If you uh, follow a lot of the, the Marvel movies, you can see through the progression, especially as the years go on, that they see the designs of them just seem to get more and more complicated. Ant-Man is a perfect example of how they've just made his suit 
way more complicated than it needs to be as as, it, as he's uh, gone into his sequels and, and whatnot. Um, and so for this one, I loved how they pulled back on that. If you take like the Captain Marvel suit from Endgame and That's it's got all a million lines and all this stuff. And even her first suit she was wearing in the Marvels was way better. Super simple. The Even though there were some lines that are the same color, so it kind of blended in. Um, and then by the time she gets the um, final suit, it's even more simple. And to me, that was a win. I think that they overcomplicate suits sometimes. Um, and I also liked, you know, how they did her hairstyle a little different. She seems to have had, you know, this different changes in hair yeah. across the, the different movies she yeah. shows up in. I really like this one. Um, and again, the same suits, uh, same for everyone else with uh, Photon, uh, Rambo, and and, uh, and Miss Marvel. Uh, Let me and, piggyback on that real quick. The yeah, simplicity. Yeah. I, I love that she just kind of took the suit down, right? She had the tank yeah, top on. That was cool. And, and you could tell, like, the suit was dangling, like, behind her, yep. you know? So it was just kind of almost like a hoodie. It's like a jumpsuit. Yeah. And, and like you said, everybody now... It's like nanotech, right? It's just fucking right. and then and then yep, yep. you know, and, and everything is just, just there. Um, that was cool. That was really cool because yeah, her suit in the beginning is very much like her other suit, but more of a jumpsuit kind of yeah. thing. And then I, I loved it. That she could just be like, all right, I'm back on my ship. Let me take this down. Let me relax, you know. And she I looked have to change cool into like it that. or just yeah, she looked awesome, man. I thought she was hot as hell in this movie <laughs> and i like too how the suit even yeah. like how the sleeves were like rolled up like i just that is yeah. such a cool look I, I i really really loved that first suit um that she was wearing so yeah and then um and, and to clarify i think monica was a really cool character i also liked what they did with her my point earlier was that i think she was underutilized i think she could have done even more than what she did um but Not what he said Again, the the suits. She did just as much as the other. They two. could have took her out, and it wouldn't have changed. That's what I'm saying. Like they needed to like utilize her more. She's really cool. Anyway, um, the uh, uh, other good things that I liked, I, I think, with the fight scenes. This is going to kind of contradict myself a little bit. I did like the fight scenes. I thought they did good. Um, I still feel that they could have like made them a little bit better. To me, it seems like when the choreography has shifted from like they're using the people that do the choreography for a TV show when they should be using like the you know the guys that do the choreographer for Shang Chi like that, that choreography was super amazing fights, um, and I just felt like it could have maybe been a little bit better, but for what it was, it was really enjoyable, and I did like seeing the like the the and peeps you talk about this a lot like when we're talking about team groups and like using each other and kind of playing off of each other. And I thought that was really cool to be able to see in this one. Um, I did also enjoy Nick Fury coming back. Uh, that was fun to see him in his, you know, Samuel Jackson form <laughs> and, and not as like saddle grandpa form. Um, and I'm just going to continue to believe secret invasion did not happen. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you know, the, they used Gaia. <laughs> the young avengers uh, uh comment there towards the end uh was really cool i think it's a little late but you know it was they even made fun of it when she's like i'm like 23 man <laughs> like, yeah. that was really funny um and, and the comedy you know i think that that's one last positive that i'll i'll yeah. stop on for now is is that aspect helped me to get something out of it that i wasn't expecting from it 
Um, and I found myself laughing more than I anticipated. And uh, that was probably one of the funner aspects of the film. And comedy is not even like my, my, I'm not a big comedy genre fan. Like I like it, but I don't love it. And like, so it was funny enough. (laughs) It was funny enough to, you know, get me into it and keep me intrigued. Um, so th- that's where I'll, I'll end on, on the positives before we talk about, you know, the, the after after credits. Yeah. Sorry, Fred. Yeah. I was trying to confirm uh, if it was uh, canon <laughs> uh, in terms of the timeline with my Marvel Cinematic Universe's official oh, timeline book. But very it's nice. Not in there. It's so not in there. You've read it more than I have. <laughs> I haven't even opened it. <laughs> oh, dang. One of these days. One of these days. I'm getting there. What you got, peeps? What were the standouts for you? Um, some things y'all didn't can't say, so I'm surprised. Um, number one, um, I'll go ahead and say I think this should have been a Kamala. I think this should have been a Miss Marvel movie. I think it would have been pretty interesting if it was centered around her, and then you know her meeting her her hero and all that, and just kind of getting looped into this, um, uh, this story. And then yeah, Captain Marvel two already happened, but since this is, you know what I mean, like it. Yeah, I don't know. I think that would have been a probably a better choice for a for a direction. But with that, um, I love the the opening with Kamala. It was very much first episode of the uh, Miss Marvel TV show yeah. with the whole animated, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's her right. and Miss Marvel, my hero and best buds and all that. Like that was so dope, man. I was like, yeah. But again, just like the show, like they never really did anything like that again. So <laughs> that's okay. Um. I just think it would have been funny, like, later on when she was like, oh, my God, we're a team. Like, you see a little animated thing, like, behind her. Like, that's her little niche that is, cool. is that stuff she sees in her head or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah, I really love that that part. Um, let's see. I think they did a pretty good transition from the Miss Marvel show, you know, from them yeah. transferring and then, and then Carol being, like, in oh, her yeah. room, like, immediately. Um, and I loved when carol travels like she just moves like beyond light speed like she's like i'm galaxies away i'm back in like 30 seconds <laughs> or whatever like i don't know i thought that was like i don't know, I think that's really cool um let's see i uh, uh another thing you guys didn't mention um i like i loved the valkyrie cameo, cameo some oh, i yeah. wasn't uh expecting and you know, to kind of go in this, like, you know, if they were doing like a movie about girl power, like, let's call it. We, we know I know a king that I can call. And, and it made sense in this. It didn't feel forced at all. Mm. I got a bunch of refugees that need a place to stay. Right. I know a guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It Which was, also it makes was, the secret evasion thing not make sense. Right. Exactly. Because secret evasion ends with all aliens are fucking not belong on Earth anymore. And they're all mm-hmm. fucking, you know against america and all this stuff so then yeah new asgard is on earth so i mean bringing more aliens doesn't quite make sense but and you know i I was going to say this in my closing but like it i think this movie also suffers we're talking about what happened and why it's not doing too well It, it i think it's suffering from many things i mean delays covid the strike you know um yeah and i i would even say the homework is something that to add on this as well um, no, like really big, like Robert Downey Jr. faces to like you know bring people into the the theater. Like, yeah, they see. We're gonna Nick talk Curry, about this like, in a couple minutes. Okay, but um, stick to what you love. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, Valkyrie cameo, I loved it. 
Uh, okay, tell me though. Speaking of that, where the fuck did the Bifrost come from? I would like to know that uh, because kid. only Stormbreaker. Oh, they had the a only, kid. That's is right. the only Bifrost. Yep. There's a yeah, kid in Ooh. in uh, Love and Thunder. Uh, what's it. his name? Son. Heimdall. Heimdall's yeah. son. Heimdall's yeah. son. Really? Right. He, he helped Thor create a gateway. Right. That that yeah, teleported like that. the kids away or something. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I uh, think so. Rewatch it, Don. I'm not. I don't know because even he, Heimdall <laughs> even needed the sword. He couldn't just do that shit on his own, dude. Uh, he still needed the machine. Some. I'm he's, pretty so sure the kid did something. He's beyond his father now. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can, uh, they're gonna have mutant. to explain that one. His code name is Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he can do. It, they had released a TV spot that had that Bifrost scene in it, and then everybody was like, "Oh shit, Thor's gonna pop up." <laughs> oh wow, glad I didn't see that. Like, oh man, yeah, yeah, well, maybe, yeah, because it was like, "Oh shit," yeah. But it made um, sense. I had a feeling it was gonna be Valkyrie when they were talking about the refugees. It was like, yeah, she's gonna be the one. Yeah. Now, and her Dia and Carol definitely hooked up. I just wanted to tell y'all. <laughs> I had a good know. time. Hopefully, they didn't cut that scene out in the. Bonus. They had a marvelous time. Marvelous. Ah, that's like a Fred joke. I'm surprised. That yeah, yeah. What's going on, Fred? <laughs> um, the DX. Oh, the you meant you, you talked about the uh, the first post credits. Are we talking about that at all, or are you going to? It wasn't post credits. That was just part of the movie. Part of the movie, wasn't it? That wasn't post credits. It was at okay. the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, I I loved that. There was only and one post credits. Yeah. I like that part too (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it just it just got me buzzing like you know like who are they gonna get like we got eli bradley uh riri um i'm thinking like scar or scar you know the hulk son emo hulk Mm. son (laughs) uh kate and like shuri maybe i don't know she's young i don't think shuri yeah, she's yeah, like a, I think I don't know. She's the Black Panthers. They're gonna leave better. But like, no, she's she's a Black Panther, but she's not like the king of Wakanda or anything. Like, she's that's Umbaku's job now. So I don't know. Could be. Maybe. Anyways, um, yeah, no, that just it's just got it's got me thinking. Like, like who? Now? Yeah, who, who is she gonna be? Recruiting? There's a lot that they could slide in. Are yeah. they gonna do the twins? Are they real now? <laughs> yeah, sure. They're, they're the universe. Yeah. <laughs> They could, they could use America Chavez to open up the multiverse and go grab them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I know no, a couple people, dude. It'll be the twins from the universe where Wanda took the the other Wanda and she died or whatever, or she yeah. got trapped in that that multiverse or something. Anyways, they grow up and yeah. then cut and then find and then trace it back to the one nine 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 nine. There you go. So six one six. Nope. Six one six. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, let's see. They even said it in Loki. Come on, man. Like, come adjacent. On. So, with yeah. it. <laughs> adjacent was the quantum realm. <laughs> you know, I, I made a, I made a hilarious joke on the internet, and I, I'm really proud for myself. But you know how they talk about the Kang Wars and 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 that that whole deal that they, they all fought each other till like almost reality was destroyed. I guarantee the fight was about naming. They're like, hi, I'm <laughs> Kang from Earth One. He's like, fuck you. I'm Kang from Earth One. And then the other one's like, I'm from Earth One. What are you guys talking about? I started this whole thing. Like, no, 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 no. And then then fights in 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 ensued. So clever. Just, just tell like me. That's I what like happened. It. I got oh, one mic for that. Your goal. So. Well, you got a second one. Boop. 
appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Um, you know, kind of echoing obviously everything else you guys have said. I don't think there's really anything else. Like, I think the effects. I, I actually friggin' liked the fight between yeah. in the very beginning um, when they were shifting. With gosh, it took them forever to beat up those Cree. But yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. It was confusing. So yeah, and <laughs> Monica like not understanding her powers really at all and like kind of learning it on the fly and i i still don't really understand her powers and i couldn't tell you what she does um which i think friggins kind of goes into i can see light (laughs) (laughs) and i can manipulate it (laughs) turn the flashlight off it hurts my eyes like i could see it too i don't know but um yeah i don't know like like maybe you know friggins if they kind of got more into her character and what she can do and her maybe having already mastered her powers at this point so that we can see and then even at the end where we both thought we were going to see that comic book accurate version of her where she would stand there with where her body looks like like midnight like there's stars like uh, like echoing through it and she her hair is out like that that would have been amazing, That'd but amazing. You know, we didn't go there. We're going to get that in the X Men movie now. So, um, but uh, but yeah, no, that was fun um, effects, and again, like just yeah, and, and the way the movie ended, I thought that was kind of cool. Sure, they could like everyone else. Why didn't they just do this to fix it? But whatever, they didn't have time. <laughs> Did an audible come back no this was the plan the whole time yeah i've never heard that before in a movie but good on yeah. you <laughs> yeah yeah but no it was fine though i liked it so uh good stuff all right shout out to uh aman Vellani, uh miss marvel i just i i think she's fantastic and i really do think that she pretty much stole the show here um just her optimism and and you know, and I even like just the little the little stuff with her here. You know, where when they left the the uh, scroll planet, you know, and she's like, "We gotta save everybody." And Carol's like, "We gotta save the ones we can because this fucking planet's about to fucking blow up." And she had to deal with do more with right that. that her... But see, I felt like in just that little bit of time, you know, then you went to the planet, the singing planet, and then she it was Kamala that pressed the, you know, to get the ship out of there, even though they hadn't saved everybody right. that they could have at that point because she knew if we don't get out of here we're not going to get out of here and she yeah. did what was best for them uh and it was a learning moment right like she knew she had to do it and she did that because of captain marvel um but right. i just i just love the way she plays the role i felt i thought she was fantastic on the tv show yeah. um she's awesome if you ever watch interviews with her she is a massive marvel fan and yeah. like never had aspirations to be an actor and just loved the Miss Marvel character. She and like is her friends were like, you need to yeah. yeah, they were like, You need to send in an audition, and she's like, sure, whatever. And <laughs> they picked her, and it's just super, super cool. And I think she's just she's a joy to watch on screen. And I just even though I had seen in the trailer so many times of Goose eating those guys and her being like, Oh my god, like <laughs> yeah. next to him. Like it still cracked me the fuck up watching the movie. Like her reaction's so good in that scene, you know. Yeah. And then even when she goes back to the house and she's holding the cat and she's like, "I don't know what this is," and it just ain't <laughs> <up> two people. <laughs> it's just like freaking out, and they're like, "It's a cat." And she's like, "No, it's not." And the, <laughs> about. And the family, why does that cat good. keep eating things? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just I, it was just so good, man. I, I want to just like really emphasize exactly what you said too. I I didn't emphasize that enough when I was talking about the good things, but her joy really was 
the thing that opened my heart to this movie. And without like her yes. expressions and excitement, I don't think I would have liked it as much. And and she really, really is the heart of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Her optimism and her joy and her being like in the show, a Marvel kind of fan person, right? And then getting to have those geek out moments that like if we were in those spots, we'd be yeah. like, oh my God, it's Nick Fury. Yeah, oh my like, God, yeah. it's Captain Marvel. Like, you know, and then, and you know, that's, and that's what I think really works with making her be the one to try to recruit other young Avengers, you know, is like gonna be her so being like all geeky, being like, yeah. oh my God, I'm finding all these other people that are just like me, you know? Yeah. Uh, I love the whole like line too. I just dawned on me like when she introduces herself to Carol and she goes, "I'm Miss Marvel," and then she's like, "Oh, I hope that's okay, right? There's no copyright." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like she's like, "I didn't mean anything bad by it. I did it because I love yeah. you, you know." And I just, I, I like, I just love the little things like that. It's just so cool. Yeah, uh, on there. So, uh, all right. So we're through what we loved, what we didn't like, and then of course that always leads us to our mid credit scene. And this movie only has one, which is kind of interesting. Most Marvel movies have a mid and a post, um, but we only got the one here in the middle. And uh, it's a very interesting scene, definitely very much. Uh, at the end of the Marvels, uh, Darben kind of opens another portal, uh, but this time it's to another universe, right? We're having kind of an incursion kind of thing, kind of like we saw at the end of Multiverse of Madness. And um, yeah. that's where Fo Photon flies into it, all powered up and... She actually goes to the other side and says, I have to shut it from this side. Don't know why she couldn't have shut it from the other side, but, you know, hey. And because uh, of plot. <laughs> and, um, she, she's, she's, she's forcing it closed, and, you know, Carol realizes what she's doing, and she's like, no, and she tries to get out to save her, and she can't. And the portal does close, and we, at the as far as the end of the movie goes, we've lost uh monica at this point right like you know yeah. will we ever see her again we don't know she's in another universe she's trapped on the other side so the mid credit scene has her awaking uh in a hospital bed looks over sees what we think is her mom right like uh, maria and she's like mom and then she's like why are you calling me that and uh and then we hear a voice and it is kelsey Grammer's beast uh walking into frame and and he is the beast straight out of the animated series like it, the way they did it was straight out of the uh, 90s animated series so uh same kelsey Grammer from x-men the last stand but a little different uh for this new marvel universe and uh and then maria is like you know hey we're just taking care of you i don't know who you are gets up her jacket kind of comes down and she's in her own suit um they mentioned charles at one point there's the big x door in the background yep. um and it looks like maria is binary uh mm -hmm. from the from the x-men comics so um interesting scene here as we know we're in another universe but we're in a universe with the x-men uh and that's kind of where we just leave off right um mm -hmm. An interesting, interesting scene to go with. Uh, so, like I said, this was kind of spoiled for me a couple of weeks prior because a lot of rumors started coming out saying uh, Kelsey Grammer is going to pop up in this thing as Beast. And when you hear it in that context, you're just like, the fuck he is? Like, why would that happen? Like, <laughs> right. of all yeah. the characters, we're saying Kelsey Grammer's Beast is going to pop up in this? Like, that makes zero sense. Because um, yeah. it wasn't really stated that it was in the post credits. They made it sound like it was just part of the movie. And it's like, why the fuck would Hank McCoy pop up, right? Like, it just it just didn't quite make sense unless it was 
like a hank that wasn't mutated or something like that and they tried to play that into it right yeah um so seeing it play out though it was really cool i mean kelsey grammar's got a great voice for, for amazing Beast, so yeah. it, it really really works um the binary thing threw me off because i have zero knowledge of this character so i'm looking mm -hmm. at her suit and i'm like what the hell is she wearing who is this because i thought she was gonna be storm when Same. she got up i was like oh I my was god gonna they're totally angry. gonna go storm i would have probably been angry too that they tried to play it like all oh, this other version of maria is storm you know yeah but, um so i do like that they kind of went with a little bit more obscure character to kind of make it make sense um but it was definitely a wtf moment again because i think everybody in our theater was like who the fuck is that like it just yeah. kind of created <laughs> like a we know beast but what is this symbol on her thing um and then we mm -hmm. looked at a close-up picture of her and we noticed she's wearing the bangle um, which is kind of interesting too to see, oh, like you know, is that why? That. Yeah, yeah. I didn't catch it at first either until I saw the close up of her suit, and then she's got the bangle on. Um, I think only one uh, in the I picture, and then did she have both on? She might have had both. On. Yeah, I think actually she did have both. I think you're right. I think she does have both right now. <laughs> uh, on there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so I do kind of like that because that could be again the entanglement thing of like okay the thing closed but that's how they found her because you know of the of the quantum bands because yeah, that could be both. something in every universe it is both yeah so yeah. i like that that kind of brought them together right it brings back the whole like oh our light powers are kind of linked you know kind of thing if she's using yeah. the bangle for her powers in in this universe right um but yeah so very interesting where do we go from here what is the setup for this i feel like this is a tease for secret wars that I don't see where else okay. it fits in kind of outside of this um, yeah. because obviously this is not the X-Men we're going to be getting, um, but, you know, to kind of have some fun with it and, and kind of, uh, you know, if we need to fight a bigger threat and, and uh, Monica comes back with the X-Men to help her out, yeah, you never yeah. know. Like it could be, it could be really interesting. So, uh, you know, curious to see what your guys' thoughts are as obviously big X-Men fans. Uh, having this pop up, I know you mentioned Peeps kind of earlier that that was like your overall big standout moment of the whole damn movie. Um, so I'll start <laughs> yeah. with you. Just kind of tell me, like this pops up on screen. Did you have any inkling, and uh, how'd you feel kind of coming out of it? So I, I was a hundred percent spoiled with the uh, Kate Bishop piece. Um, I was scrolling earlier and I saw a person talking about it. Like no spoilers. I was like, cool. But I don't know what the app I was using on the very bottom. There's a search thing that said Kate Bishop <laughs> uh, post credits. Aww. I'm like, wonderful, thank you. <laughs> um, but, um, but and th and then this one, I had even seen. I, I saw a couple videos of people, like old uh, Kelsey Grammer interviews and old uh, shots of Kelsey Grammer as Beast. I'm like, been seeing a lot of this, but it didn't click <laughs> until that moment, obviously. Yeah. Um, but man, dude, like thing I always talk about on my show, the People's Forum, um, is how excited I am for the X Men. X Men is my jam. That's what got me into Marvel is collecting um, the uh, the cards and the primary most of the cards back then, like, from what I can remember, were like X Men cards, um, and like and then from the cartoon, and that's what got me into into this. So. Um, super excited about it when i saw this i'm like no they didn't <laughs> no, and he looks so good i don't know if they spent five minutes on that or if they spent you know five years on working on it i don't i can't even tell you 
like in my head right now, it just looks like Avatar, like 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 gorgeousness. I don't know. It, it looked it looked amazing. Hearing his voice, hearing him just talk about Charles, like we get so excited over the stupidest <laughs> X-Men nods. <laughs> yeah. Don't we like even when they like for me when they said, Oh, there's something mutant in your DNA. So excited about that. And then for us to actually get a a a, a, a very well known, amazing looking X-Man on screen. I just I loved it so much. Now it's got me thinking, what could they do in the future? And I'll throw this out there and sorry if I'm a take up any of your time friggins but like i'm thinking like what if they they already understand like multiversal travel and the group the core x-men group from that world comes to the mcu to be like what's going on over here and like with that and then them seeing like there is no you know there's no charles there's no school there's no anything they can kind of start all that they can start the whole mutant um school or whatever and i don't know maybe you know maybe we're going to actually get a a charles when when we're in our like you know 60s or something like that i don't know (laughs) but i don't know they they could start something by bringing uh that group of x-men to the 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 what is now mcu and then just build from there i don't know well if secret invasion doesn't erase then they would be alien essentially and they're saying no aliens which is kind of like saying no mutants so it actually might kind of flow according to your little theory there but scarlet witch has to say that she's dead no hold on let me check the book <laughs> just check the... oh the the planet says no aliens yeah okay. yeah yeah the, the earthlings are uh, saying we don't like aliens or right, whatever. So, um, no. yeah anyway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you think, Friggins? I thought it was, uh, at first, uh, I was speechless. I was just kind of like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I like what Peeps was saying. When they, when I saw Beast looking like the animated series and, and the comics of, of the 90s, I was, like, leaning forward in my seat, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this is no way, no way. And then when I saw Binary, I was like, like, the brakes went, like my whole excitement just like stopped and i was like wait what um and it's because i didn't uh, like why binary look lashana lynch is amazing like when she's just standing there i was just like whoa she has like screen presence galore like when she's on screen you're paying attention and (laughs) but i'm just like why binary and the more i thought about it the more it makes me worry you know we, we keep talking about how excited we are for X-Men because they're amazing and our favorites. No, but... no, no. Why binary? It makes sense. Like, like if she has the same types of powers that, you know what I mean? Like, like that's how they would have found her. I get that. My point, though, is that one of my struggles with Marvel of recent is that they continue to do these things with these characters that are, like, not favorite characters. If you look not at Fred's X- favorite, character. no, in general, I think there's a Don just <laughs> said it. He said the whole theater was like, Who is this? Nobody knew who Bi- Binary was. You had to look it up, but nobody and, knew who the Guardians think, were either. And we love there. And that's that's the risk is like you can take something like yeah. the Guardians and then make them a favorite if it all goes right. But 
the thing is more recently they've been trying the obscure characters and then those obscure characters have even obscure b and c characters within each one and Come so on, they're tr- you don't it, think that's the i, I don't think that's going to be the issue here i think i, I, I am think concerned with that and the so, more I think about it, the more I think they went with a very obscure character just because it was Lashana Lynch. And they're just like, yeah. we need something for her to be because she's not going to be in the main X-Men when we bring them yeah. in. And yeah, we yeah. and we don't want to waste her to make her Storm or make her, you know, a Jean Grey or like somebody else that we're going to be like, what? And try to associate her with that character. It's like, yeah. so let's make her somebody that most of the audience isn't going to be familiar with. Well, uh, the other thing though is power based. You know, we we've also had a series, uh, uh, in in uh, a movie rather in Doctor uh, Strange where there was this other version of Charles and this other version of Reed Richards, and she was the Captain Marvel there. So yeah, you know, yeah. this universe doesn't necessarily have to be the X Men we get, and so that gives me some yeah. comfort. I don't think it will be. Yeah. Yeah. But I like Lashana Lynch. I, I, they need to use yeah. her. She's just like I said, I, I, she's on the screen, and you're like, "Whoa, who's that?" Yeah, I'm glad that they used her again for something else, and I, I hope that maybe even just her and Mar- uh, Monica come back and come through, just so they have a a reason to to throw her back into the MCU. I, I think that would, that be, would fun. be cool. That would be cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, it it. I, it it's not concerning that they use her as an obscure character because yeah, I don't know. It, it makes sense in terms of this storyline. Um, yeah. I mean, if this was any other different scenario where they're like, Hey, X-Men, it's going to be binary right. and, and Adam, Steve and <laughs> guy like, yeah, that would be, I don't know, maybe a little, but yeah, it was beast. <laughs> yeah. Beast was awesome. And I do like that idea. Cause it, that does, make it an option that if she comes back with monica and then stays in our universe right like Mm -hmm. it's binary like she's not gonna it's not like well damn now we can't have binary on our 616 x-men it's because we have her like we can't have two like so it's like yes let's make her a character that doesn't matter if she stays so that that could be a way to bring her back into the fold so i i like that i like that's definitely interesting um so this is where we're going to talk about so the the box office here man this is where like i said like save your thoughts on kind of the what happened right because uh marvels came out last week so it's first opening weekend and i remember when pre-sale tickets went on sale um they were like yeah they're, they're not doing super hot like you know not people not buying them up like they did for multiverse of madness and sure. all these other marvel movies you know that were like hundreds of millions of dollars was was spent in pre-sales and I remember like the early estimates being like 80 mil, right? It was like, oh, 80 mil opening weekend based on the estimates. And I'm being like, and I, the whole time I'm like, there's no fucking way. There's no <laughs> way it only makes 80 million. It's a Marvel movie. I mean, even though Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania dropped off pretty quick, it's still open to like $120 million, like in its first weekend, right? Like people went out and saw it and that was an Ant-Man movie, like which of always the first two, I don't even think cracked 100 mil in their opening weekends you know so um you've always seen that kind of plus up and then speaking of box office too captain marvel made over a billion dollars so it's like okay this is a sequel to a billion dollar movie there's just no way it's only going to make 80 mil in its opening weekend well it didn't it didn't even make 50 <laughs> it made 47 million dollars in its opening Oof. weekend 47 million 
And then this weekend, we are recording here on a Sunday. It is November the 19th, so today's estimates have come out. And in its second week, it has already taken a 79% drop. It only made $10 million. $10 million in its second weekend. So the movie in its full run here in the United States in two weeks is at like 65 mil, which is insane. You talking about the drop from Friday Night at Freddy's and how drastic that was, and then to see yes. this drop seven, and that was less than this. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Jeez. Yeah, we were wow. just talking a couple of weeks ago about the drop of Five Nights at Freddy's, which was about seventy. I think you said percent or something right? like that. Yeah, yeah, seven, yeah 75, 76 percent, and that was like unheard of. And it was like, damn, well, everybody saw it that first weekend, right? Because they did have a big weekend, and that's what's crazy. Let's keep that movie in mind. Five <laughs> Nights at Freddy's that just came out a couple weeks ago made $80 million in its opening weekend. $80 Crazy. million. Crazy. The Marvels made $47 million. It didn't even make what Five Nights at Freddy's fucking made. Um, that, that makes sense to me. That makes sense what? to me, though. That, makes that no does. Sense. What? It does. How? No My Marvel movie has done this bad. love Five Nights at Freddy's. My kids love it. They love the idea. My son won't stop talking about. It. He wants me to buy him all the Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> things. Um, my uh, she's sixteen year old. Uh, she's sixteen years old now. But when she was growing up, um, on the internet, they have so many like fan fiction and and storylines of Five Nights at Freddy's and wow. why and like the relationships between the animatronic characters. There's <laughs> so much like fan lore that goes into that. And my kids love it and they they, they want to be scared and and all that like it they when they that was their like most anticipated movie <laughs> of the year yeah. and you want to know why it didn't do that well because they advertised it you want to watch it online you can yeah like it, it like day of but it Paramount beat the marvels or, it was like yeah it did amazing what are you talking about didn't do well it did fantastic no it would have done it, more gooder i think that's probably true. i don't think it would have done more no i don't i don't agree at all because yeah. the problem is is that th- there's not a ton of subscribers on peacock number one so that's that's your out right there like it's not like when you rank all the subscribe all the streaming services peacock's at the bottom yeah like, they're gonna do the free only, trial like, yeah, and then they're out. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm telling you, like, like they're I people went to the theater to see this, you know, sure. that's why it made so much money, you know, because even with its big 74, 75 million, uh, 75% drop in week two, the damn movie still made another 20 mil and has made way more than the Marvels. Um, because yes, it does have a massive fan base, so I'm not, I'm not doubting how Five Nights at Freddy's did so well. The thing is just looking at such a little low budget horror movie and sure. getting and smashing a two hundred million dollar you know Marvel movie, which is just insane to me, you know. So and then to see this drop because honestly, I st- I looked at the daily box office and it looked like it was actually making more money throughout the week, like it, it had hmm. gone up like a million or two. Like, oh, from Monday it made, you know, three million, and then on Tuesday it made five million, and Wednesday it made eight million. So it was looking like it was making more as the week went on. And it was like, okay, maybe word of mouth it's gonna level, you know, in its second week or maintain, you know, we'll see where it goes. And then to see a 79% drop and only make 10 mil, this movie might not cross a hundred million dollars domestically, which is insane when all these other Marvel movies have opened to over 100 million just in their first weekend let alone their full theatrical run you know so it's it's crazy and that's why i say what 
happened and well, and, and peeps you started to, to hint at it you know yeah. yes the marvels came out literally the end of a strike like like there's been zero promotion stars have not been able to go out and say my movie's coming out go see it you know and they haven't been able to do the press circuits right they haven't been able to go on jimmy kimmel and you know and uh jimmy fallon and go on these shows and be like hey let's show a clip and then this is the, this and all oh, the movie was great you should go see it nothing because of yeah. the strike you know and then like you said covid and it's been pushed back a couple times this movie was supposed to come out you know in july, 20 right? 20 well yeah but originally it was supposed to come out last year yeah july and then it got bumped yeah. when everything kind of bumped and then it was july of this year then it got bumped to november and it was just, mm -hmm. you know, because there was talks of bumping it again because of the strike. And then they just said, fuck it, let's just put it out because we've already bumped everything else, you know. So yeah. um, it, there's a lot of factors here. But that's where I was saying earlier in the show that it's not just this movie. You know, when we look and, and you know, I know we've, you know, said a lot with, with DC, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, when we look at the movies, all the comic book movies this year, take out Guardians 3, which did very, very well. Ant-Man failed blue beetle failed the flash failed shazam 2 failed all mm -hmm. these movies flopped and that's crazy to say because <laughs> a lot of them are sequels a lot of them are following up on big things i mean who would have said a flash movie wasn't going to make a hundred million dollars you know what i mean that you know blue beetle was always something that it was like well we got to see because it's kind of more of an unknown character see how it plays out but all these movies like Shazam, the first Shazam movie made, you know, over $400 million. The second one made like 130, <laughs> like total yeah. worldwide. Yeah. Like such drops in, and, and these were, I enjoyed all of these movies, you know, I mean, even you go back to black Adam, they, you know, black Adam under, underperformed, you know, and that yeah. was the biggest DC release, you know, in the last, you know, year and a half. Um, so there's a bigger picture here that where, you know, a lot of people throw out superhero fatigue and they'll throw out, you know, streaming habits and just people don't go to the theater as often. And it just, I think like a, there's a lot that kind of hit here. Um, Marvel's definitely going to be going through some things. Um, I think, you know, they just talked about revamping a lot of the Disney plus stuff and, and changing their style with showrunners and everything like they just dumped all of everything they filmed for daredevil and started over fresh um yeah. because they didn't like where it was going you know and then the early word and um there's Same only one Marvel movie coming out next year yeah the year they did america that. brave new world yeah push back a year because supposedly the test screenings were not so good and they yeah. needed to cut some scenes and redo them um like i said next year we're only getting one marvel movie which is insane um you know like one mcu proper movie we'll get some other sony stuff um but like you know i mean that's crazy like usually we get three movies three to four movies a year we're getting one hey you know, so i'm like, actually okay um, with that because like of the one we're gonna get we're getting freaking deadpool man yeah. like you know yeah, and and yeah. that's the thing that's it's the like, exciting part if you go back iron man was by itself thor was by itself captain america was by itself avengers was by itself i think um and like maybe now is where we get back to like let's spend time and put a lot of effort into a movie and make it stellar and we can get back to where it was even two a year is probably doable as opposed to this like three to four which was great when you look at it numerically but like you know as far as quantity or quality rather um that's where we started to see some of the drops so like i'm i'm actually kind of okay that 
if they put all their efforts into Deadpool and to make sure that that movie comes out perfect, then I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the delays is is due to the strikes, right? Like because they yeah. those movies were supposed to have started filming and they all got delayed, and right. now Hollywood is backlogged because everybody needs to start filming, so they <laughs> can't get cast, they can't get crews, everybody has to do other projects, so everything's just everyone's filming down. at the same time yeah so, yeah yeah dude yeah yeah the poor lighting guy that hey you need an extra guy like the other one i uh, know right yeah. is that disney like, dome it's, it's studio there's just a line going around the door <laughs> yeah. i don't so know freaking, like, what do you think ha- what do you think happened what, what what's the overall I'm gonna, i'll roll to you in a sec peeps i want to just what what do you think like do you think there's anything specific you think it's just a mix of things like i said like kind of like how does a movie this is the lowest of the mcu and the movie i don't think deserves it why only 47 million i don't want to i i have a hard time reasonably considering that the strike had that much of an impact onto the turnout i think the turnout was kind of like they were already worried about it with the pushing and they're delaying all this time usually you see that with the movies that they're like really concerned with there's so many other factors, though, that it's so hard to, to gauge uh, coming out of COVID and all these things. Um, it, it, I don't know that we'll ever really know, but I I can't tell you if there's ever been a time where some celebrity saying to go watch this movie has impacted me or impacted someone that I have ever heard talk about, like, I only went to watch this movie because Brad Pitt said it was going to be good. But then again, like, the people that I usually talk about are typically movie go going uh viewers so you know we're gonna go anyway um so that's hard to say i i just can't i keep coming back to what my experience was and i feel like there's gotta be and i think the numbers show it a lot of people that had that same feeling that i did and that that disappointment in the trailer and the lack of excitement for the character given what we've been given in the past. I think that that's a really big combination that, while it might not speak for the whole answer, I think it's a big chunk of it, honestly. And, you know, again, my nerdism forced me to buy the ticket. But I think those that don't have that desire and don't have a podcast to do um, probably didn't go buy the ticket. And they're like, yeah, I'll just wait till Disney+. Plus." So honestly, I think that is a huge factor that is getting overlooked because the strike is getting too much light. And I don't know how much that really has an impact. I really just think it was more of a lackluster character. And um, and when I say that, I'm, I like the character, but I'm saying like the general public doesn't really care for Captain Marvel. Yeah, but again, like I said, like the first movie made over a billion dollars. Yeah, but that's like, coming off that's the crazy. end game This high. is pretty un... It, it wasn't or Infinity War. Infi- Infinity War, right? Yeah. Um, but, so. but I don't think... I don't, I don't think you can really... I've seen that debunked because when you compare like box office to some of the other movies after Endgame, like it's not like, but also or, or can... movies that came out in between, right? Like because Ant Man and the Wasp came out between Infinity War and Endgame as well and did not make a billion dollars, but you even... know. So Captain Marvel had a big, big push and had a big following, and a lot of people supported it. I We've never seen Captain Marvel before, and that was like an excitement to see the yeah. strong female character. So maybe that impact, like yeah. people were thinking they were getting a Wonder Woman, you know what I mean? Um, but like yeah. in this instance, we saw that movie. I think generally most people have that relatively low on their list. Uh, obviously, I'm sure there's some out there that have a high, but I think most people you talk to didn't necessarily love that one as much. So I feel like you have this 
less liked character, this uh, less, you know, appealing looking kind of trailer maybe. Um, and you have this kind of like snowball that just kind of led into that. I mean, that's the only thing I can really think of. Again, I, I think the real answer is it's just a combination of a shitload of stuff. But yeah. Yeah. I think that is definitely a high factor. Peeps. Um, yeah, I agree. No. Um I it's 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 tough, right? I, I'm no film analyst, so everything I say, you know, it could be debunked, I'm sure. But the way I look at it as Friggin said um something that really stuck to me. He said there he hasn't there's never been like a celebrity, um, I guess, pushing a movie that that has ever made him want to watch the movie. He has, you know, if he wants to watch the movie, he'll go watch it. it, it uh, you know, Brie Larson talking about the Marvels has never made him be like, wow, I really want to see this movie. I get that. Um, but I think that something is happening in our culture now with social media that people, they're not necessarily listening to celebrities, but they're listening to like influencers a lot. Mm. And if an influencer is saying that this movie is trash, don't waste your time. It's just pandering um, woke. Uh, those, those obnoxious words that, that I hear, like this movie is just, uh, you know, MCU hit strikes again. Here we go. we we'll just, and you know, and I see a lot of that. Yeah. And I know freaking John on, on, on Twitter X more, um, and I'm, I, I've been frequently the, the, the TikTok pretty, probably more than, than a 40 year old should. So, but <laughs> even on that, obviously Marvel is there in my be. algorithm, algorithm. And like, it is a lot of negative, um, commentary about this movie about don't waste your time. Don't even. And I think that plays along with people like going to see it on top of that streaming. I think uh, I I know people that used to go and watch the movies. W- w- they're like, I'll see it eventually, but I'm I'll go to the movies and, and check it out. Aw, um, and now they're like, I'll just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. Uh, they're going to release it in a couple months, anyways. I've got you know, I- I'll watch it then. And I think that hurts the box office. That is something that has never been a thing before. And yes, I know we have movies like Guardians and and uh, you know Avatar and and Top Gun and other movies out there that are really uh, proving that wrong. But those you can't really compare those movies to like Captain Marvel yeah. two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like those are and and when you think about budgets as well, like the budget for this film is higher than the first Avatar movie. It makes me say, where'd the budget go? Like, is that just star power? Is it? It's just, incre- it's just increased, uh, <laughs> increased budgets <laughs> in general. It's yeah, like going man. to the grocery store and the things yeah. that you used to buy for 50 is 150 now. Sure. I think cost well, is just, you know, I mean, but what if, I, I haven't seen it. I've heard nothing but good, uh, good things about that, that newer, the creator, I think it's called. Yeah, is that what it? Yeah, that and yeah, that has a yeah. relatively low budget, but that's yeah. like a very good movie. It from looks what really I good. And, yeah, and uh, it looks it's visually looks really really well, and I think they made it for eighty million. Yeah, and it does not look like an eighty million dollar film. It looks way better. Exactly, and same uh, same with Deadpool. Like like they squeeze a lot out of a little budget, and that's I guess what sucks about this movie is that so much money was put out there, 
financially it's going to be it's going to be looked at the same as uh what was that other movie that you and i liked that disney was never going to make enough john carter you oh know. john carter yeah gosh like such a good movie but fine you know it, it didn't do that well so yeah. it sucks man there's a lot of things i think that 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 will fall into this but same as shazam same as as blue beetle i don't understand why people aren't aren't going to see this maybe people are just over like smaller movies like this and they they just want to wait for the um I don't know the next big Superman movie or the next big Batman movie or the next big Avengers movie. Um, I mean, literally guardians is like an Avengers movie. It is. So that, that makes sense. Wow. That was why that was so successful. Um, you would just well, think I guess, that was going to be the, the way they marketed that one too, is the, is the last time we're seeing this group together. It was James exactly. Gunn's send off. Mm-hmm. It's the third movie, you know? Um, movie, yeah. So yeah, I think it had a different pull uh, than some of these other movies, but you know, but but again it's weird you know shazam 2 for example you know just first movie really really loved everybody loved that movie super highly ranked critics and audience you finally get a sequel and just nobody went to see it it made like 30 mil opening weekend like why like that was a fun fucking movie too like what changed like you know so it's like why didn't all the people that went and saw and loved that first one came back and that's the kind of thing is when you look statistically at this movie what's standing out is the fact that that first one made a billion dollars this is the biggest kind of drop off from a part one to a part two like pretty much of all time like it's crazy like like you know that when you look at look at that difference like i said that they're saying that this movie might not finish its theatrical run even making as much as captain marvel did in its first weekend like that's insane that is insane yeah, and you know? I, I think that what probably, and I, I, I hate to agree with Friggins on this, even though I do <laughs> agree with him on a lot of things, but I don't think Marvel needs to go back to the drawing board and just not release movies for a couple years to get us excited for it because yeah, it, it's it's they they when Marvel wanted to go to the the Disney Plus route, they were like quality or quantity over quality, and they're they're overworking their people like like fucking crazy um throwing out tv shows throwing out movies and none of it really like it didn't feel like it, and i think that and their their rush to just get products out there like we felt that as um as consumers mm-hmm. and the marvels as you know good as a movie as it is like we didn't no one asked for it where yes, we wanted another Thor movie and we wanted another Iron Man movie and then uh oh an Ant Man movie. We really don't want this, but then it comes out and I swear I bet you everybody is like, go see this goddamn movie. It's really good. <laughs> you know, and I didn't want an Ant Man movie. But I was like, I only watch it and I love that movie. And I think I took other people to see that movie. So um yeah, but then but then again, Quantumania didn't do all that well. So I don't know. It, it's rough. It, it's a weird. It's a weird uh, state. I think that we're in um, social media and 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 streaming. Yeah, it's hopefully that retreat that the Disney executives were out on, where they're able to figure everything out. On, you know, on their so kind of riding in their little uh, lagoon or whatever that is, the the lazy beach or the lazy river. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be one of these mysteries, man. We'll have to see how it continues to play out um, as we continue. You know, now I'm, you know, we, I think 
superhero movies for the last decade have been very bulletproof. And this is the first year where a lot have gone down. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. gone down hard. So, you know, next tonight, year, man. you know, yeah. I mean, next year we, like you said, we only have Deadpool three and then Sony's going to be releasing like Madam web and Craven the hunter. Um, and then we're getting venom three. So, you know, let's see how they do like you know how are they going to stack up or is this good trend going to continue like do we need to take like a, a big break <laughs> and then come back strong like um hopefully marvel is revamping some stuff and you know and that this is just a hiccup and and they'll bounce back you know i do hope that this doesn't hinder getting these characters back for future things i would love to see all three of them and you know the next avengers movie and and kind of to go forward with, you know, I, I hope this doesn't like pivot any of their plans, you know. Um, but let's transition here. Final thoughts, scores as we wrap this up, and then we'll get to our MCU updated countdown here to wrap up the show. Um, you know, overall, like I said, I think it's a blast. I really implore anybody that hasn't seen it and has maybe just looked at that social media stuff like Peeps was talking about, um, and it's deterred them to give it a chance. I think it is worth it. Uh, I think, I think it is, this is not the movie that a lot of people are making it out to be. And I think it deserves better. Um, I have a real life example. I was at my daughter's birthday party yesterday and one of the parents was there um, who loves Marvel. Uh, She had an Avengers phone case on her phone and I was like, Hey, I like your phone case. And we just started talking about Marvel um, while the kids were bowling. And um, she said, uh, my wife had told her like, Hey, did you go see the Marvels yet? And she's like, no, I didn't. Um, cause I hear it sucks. And, and that was her thing, right? She just was like, Nope, I'm not going to see it. Cause people are telling me it's bad. And then me and my wife are like, no, it's really good. It's fun. You should go see it. Like, if you like all the other movies, I think you're going to like this one. Yeah. And she was like, Oh shit, I'll go check it out. You know, but that was exactly that sticks in my head. Now is like, that's what I think a majority of people are doing, right? They're, they're hearing from other people like, oh, it's not that good. It's it's woke. Yeah. It's this. It's that. And and it's not worth it. Wait for streaming, you know, whatever. And then that's what's hurting it at the box office. Because like I said, and I'm being 100% honest, like when I go through my Twitter feed, my algorithm is a lot of comic book shit too. And it is mostly people saying, I don't get the hate. Like this was a fun movie. I had a blast with it. And I've seen a bunch of people say, I saw it a second time. I saw it a third time. Like really loving it and and also saying i liked it more each time i saw it right like and that's one of those things too i think this movie does have replay value so i just implore anybody that's hesitant or stay standoffish about it that they're like i don't know this does have an 85 percent audience rating like that's really damn high for a movie right and it's still certified fresh even on the critic rating right it's it's at a 62 percent right now it's on the lower end from fresh but still fresh at the end of the day it's not a tomato (laughs) like you know so and 85 percent on the audience side so i think it's worth it i think it's a fun time if you want to laugh if you want to see some cool action and some really cool um you know female leads like i i think you will enjoy it go in with an open mind go in with your low expectations and i think they will surprise you like they did friggins and uh at the end of the day so for me uh and like i said and this is also you know like based on on how the family liked it and our kind of coming out of it and our excitement uh i gave it four out of five stars i thought it was really really awesome i enjoyed the hell out of it and i think you will too so make sure uh you check it out so friggins where you at uh what's your final thoughts and your score 
Well, like I said earlier, I went in not even wanting to watch it really um, and ended up having a fun time. I think it's good. It's not great, uh, but it was fun. I think if you see it, you'll have a good time. I definitely agree with what Don was saying where, you know, the people that are out there saying that it absolutely sucks. Like, I don't I don't know what they're looking for in this. Um, you know, turn your brain off a little bit. Just try and enjoy yourself. Uh, again, you're, you're not getting a blockbuster like blowout movie that you're going to be talking about for the rest of your life but you're going to have fun at, and it, and then you're going to laugh and i think that's one of the biggest aspects um i do not think there's going to be a lot of people that are rushing out the third week to blow up the marvels and all of a sudden it makes its its money back um so with that being said if you're if you are holding out for disney plus i highly recommend uh checking out when it does come maybe this will be like you know disney plus's number one downloaded movie or whatever um right, hopefully it yeah. gets some kind of like recognition in some other way um again it's it's definitely worth watching um and i think that's my biggest takeaway is you know uh, as i said it, it it's not gonna give you something you've never seen before or blow you away but you're gonna have a good time doing it so check that out my score is three stars out of five um i, I laughed i had a good time there cool. you go peeps um yeah just echoing a lot of what these guys said um you know if you're you know you want to hey it's a weekend we don't know what to do i don't know i don't want to really go to <laughs> you know it's getting a little cold out there so you can't really go to the water park anymore go to the movies check out the marvels like it's i would say it's like a family film like the kids yeah. I think we'll have a good time. Like they don't really know what's going on. Yes. DX's daughter gave it 10 out of five stars. I mean, that right there should let you know if your kids are bothering you and you want them to be, you know, doing their own thing for a couple hours, just take them to see the movie. I don't know, man. It, it was fun. I took my two kids to go see it. Um, I'm a bit of a nerd myself. So yeah, I did spend 30 minutes explaining that explaining to them who all they're gonna see on the screen. Uh maybe it was 45, you know, who knows? But um like all in all it was it was a good time i definitely feel like i got my money's worth and i feel like most people will as well um here's the thing too i i will say you know in closing um comic book movies have a word in it that a lot of people i think forget the comic book aspect and those yeah. like friggins and myself and even geeky pat which you know again his, his disdain for this movie you know i i i will get i will understand I but people comics will not have understand. an ebb and flow sometimes the comics are coming out they're really good sometimes they're not you have different writers you have different artists you have different um storylines that are sometimes going together and sometimes they're not this doesn't make sense at all does it when this thing happened last week like it's all over the place but it, it's an art that I think a lot of comic book folks are used to not like friggin' said earlier, every single one isn't going to be an end game. Everyone's not going to be an infinity war. Sometimes it's just, you know, a silly squirrel girl comic that Fred hates <laughs> through his core and, uh, and everyone else on the world loves. And, you know, when people say they hate something again, just understand that, film and and comic books and art it's all subjective some people will hate it you might not you yeah. know and and mm -hmm. the reasons yeah. people are giving it's not it, they're they're taking some things that they're doing in movies and television 
uh, which you know there, there there is an it feels like there's some kind of agenda, and they're saying this movie is doing that. It is. I don't feel not one time that this movie is like girls are great and guys suck. We could have done this without any of the boy Avengers. Isn't that right, girls? Screw boys. Let's have a pillow fight. You know, it's yeah. There was no jabs. There was no jabs yeah, at guys. Nothing at all. It it felt again fun as i said a lot so um I, i'm going to give this and dx loves it when i do this but it's going to be a 3.5 didn't quite get to the four which i would consider like exceeded expectations because there were some elements that took me back the flarkin flarkin cats <laughs> but again awesome. that what that moment wasn't for me dx loved it i was cracking up during the whole moment as well but I'm just like, why is this happening? My wife <laughs> and my daughter love the Flurkin scene. Oh, exactly. Boy. And and that's who it was for. And yeah. especially when they were puking everybody back up. <laughs> that was the good stuff. That was that was that was that was a moment that happened. So, but yeah, three point five from good. me on the moss. Awesome, awesome. Well, hey, positive stuff all the way around, and that's great to hear. Um, I do want to shout shout out again the Legends show for those of you that don't know the show exists it is on disney plus it's called marvel studios legends they release new episodes before any new release comes out whether it's a disney plus show or it's a movie and it always recaps that character's arc throughout the entire mcu and they do it in under 10 minutes so it is a great way to show somebody like hey this is what this character's done this is what's leading up to this movie or this TV show, and they of course released three episodes before the Marvels: one for Carol, one for Kamala, and one for Monica. So it was a great um, kind of catch you up to speed on what's going on with each of those characters. So it is something really cool to watch, and I always we always do before everything. They did it for Loki right before the Loki season two started. They had one about the TVA, like even things like that. They run through, and it's like I said, it's easy to digest, and it's a nice little refresher to kind of take you back. Um, right before you see something, you might Roll forget that in the beginning of the movie. I don't know why they don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was only an hour and 45 minutes, they could have threw that episode in before. They the movie. That one. They <laughs> and funny note on my daughter, too, because like I said, when we were watching it, she was in her Halloween outfit, and then when Kamala got her new suit, she was really upset because she's like, Now she doesn't match me anymore. Aww. So she, was, she, was, she, was all, she was all bummed out that she changed her suit because now, now she's like, But now she's like, I should be here again next year and I'll get the new suit. So, yeah, hopefully, it will be cosplay life, man. Right there, right? Right? <laughs> there's always, like, there's always something new. Here we right. go again. I want to be the Batman so bad, but by the time I get the suit, it's going to be the number two, and he'll have a totally different suit. <laughs> yeah, totally different. There's always totally appreciation different. for the classic costumes yeah, that's too. Fair, so. That's fair. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, it is that time we always end every Marvel spoiler review with our updated MCU countdown. Like I said, 33 films. This was the 33rd film. Uh, mm -hmm. There is homework to do, man. There's homework. To do. <laughs> so uh, this is where we rank them all up again. Once again, like Peep said earlier, it is subjective. So, uh, you know, nobody's list matches up. And, you know, and this is just our take, right? Movies hit us all differently. Uh, but I always stay too. I love. I like all 33 of these films. So nothing is that I don't like it. It's just the way it falls, right? Somebody's got to be at the bottom and somebody's got to be at the top uh, at the end of the day. So uh friggins we'll start with you run it down man let's what you got and let's see where uh the marvels falls well as the new the, entry here 
Uh oh. My, uh, I just noticed that my numbering stops at 32. So how am I missing? Oh, oh, oh no, I, I just needed to scroll down. <laughs> ah, that's right. Yeah, one more. Um, so I will that's say funny that because my 33 lines up perfect. <laughs> my uh, of my 33 movies, um, I agree with what Don said, except for the fact that there's probably 30 of them that I like, and, <laughs> and there's probably three that uh, can, can be at, stay at the bottom forever. And that uh, starts with number 33 is Iron Man 2. Uh, num- and by the way, I did some rewatching, so you're gonna find some shifts in my list, and I think uh, placement for the Marvels and and some downgrades for some of the others might uh, surprise you guys. Um, again, uh, it 30, 33 is Iron Man two, thirty two is Iron Man three, thirty one is the Eternals, um, thirty Thor Dark World, twenty nine no uh, twenty nine is the Incredible Hulk. 28 is uh, Ant-Man Quantumania. Uh, 27, Captain Marvel, the first one. Uh, number 26 is now Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, 25. Ooh, interesting. That dropped. It did drop. I rewatched it. And I was did you like, rewatch it? I rewatched oh. it and I was like, what was I thinking? Damn <laughs> <And, laughs> shame. Big time. I heard some screaming goats when you said that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 25 <laughs> is Ant-Man and the Wasp. 24 is Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, wait, nope. Far wow. From, far, far from home. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Jesus. All the damn home names. <laughs> um, we were about to kick you out. <laughs> and 23 is where the Marvels land. Um, okay. So then I got 22 Black Widow, 21 Avengers Age of Ultron, 20 Doctor Strange, uh, 19 Thor, 18 Wakanda Forever, uh, 17 Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, that takes me to 16 Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, 15 Ant-Man, 14 Guardians Volume 2, 13 No Way Home, 12 Black Panther, 11 Ragnarok, 10 Captain America the First Avenger, 9 Shang-Chi, 8 Avengers, 7 Civil War, 6 Iron Man, 5 Spider-Man Homecoming, and my top four still remains the same. Avengers Infinity War 4, Avengers Endgame 3, Captain America the Winter Soldier 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy is my number one. Cool. Okay. All right, peeps. What you got? Well, you know, my list, I definitely didn't mess up at all anywhere. So, <laughs> cool. Um, all right. So, uh, number 33, I agree with Friggins, Iron Man yeah. 2. Uh, number 32, Undeserved. Is the first. Watch it again. <laughs> no, I, I really got to do that. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you do. Thirty-two is does not first, deserve to be left. Thirty-two is uh, Thor one. Uh, Thirty-one is Iron Man three. Uh, Thirty is the first Captain Marvel movie. Twenty-nine is the Incredible Hulk, and twenty-eight will be where the Marvels fall. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Yikes. right above that. And it, it, it's funny because you gave it more stars than Fred, but Fred's way, yeah, way higher. 
yeah, but yeah, Fred's like Fred doesn't get to three and a half stars until he hits like like Black Panther <laughs> two. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. But yeah, so um, and then right after that goes the Eternals. Um, at twenty seven, uh, twenty six is Thor two, uh, Dark World. Uh, twenty five is Captain America. Uh, twenty four is Black Widow. Twenty three is Doctor Strange one. Twenty two is Quantum Mania. 21 is Ragnarok. 20 is Love and Thunder. Uh, 19 is, gosh, I wrote Avengers 2, which I think is Civil War. No, that's Age of Ultron. No, that's Age of Ultron. That's Age of Ultron. 18 is Ant-Man 2. Uh, 17 is Spider-Man 2. 16 is the first Ant-Man movie. Uh, uh, 15 is Captain America 3, which is Civil War. Civil War. And uh, 14 is uh, the first Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. 13 is the first Black Panther. 12 is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. 11 is Shang-Chi. Ugh. Top 10. Iron Man, number 10. First Avengers movie, number 9. Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever is number 8. Guardians 2 is number 7. Spider-Man No Way Home is number 6. Uh, top five would be five would be Endgame, followed by the first Guardians of the Galaxy, followed by Guardians of the Galaxy three as number three. Uh, then wow. we have Captain America: Winter Soldier number two and number one, which will always be Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War. I'm surprised your volume right. three is so high. I don't remember. Dude, that, that movie hit me in yeah, so I don't many ways, dude. Like yeah, nice, great movie, great movie. Yeah. All righty, going into mine, number 33 is still Captain America, the first Avenger, followed by 32 is Iron Man 3, number 31, The Incredible Hulk, number 30 is Black Widow, number 29 is Eternals, number 28 is Thor, The Dark World, 27 is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, 26 is Iron Man 2, 25 is the first Thor, Number 24 is Captain Marvel, the original movie. And number 23, I'll match you, Friggins. That's oh, where wow. I have the Marvel <laughs> at 23. So, we um, Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I do like it more than the first Captain Marvel movie. So I slid it in right there, 23. But can't really, even though I, I enjoyed the movie very, very much, I, I got to stop there. Um, Because then number 22 is Doctor Strange. Number 21 is Ant-Man. Number 20 is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 19 is uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Number 18 is Black Panther, the original. Number 17, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Number 16 is Shang-Chi. Number 15 is Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 14 is Iron Man. Number 13 is Thor Love and Thunder. Number 12 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 11 is Guardians 2. Number 10 is Guardians 3. Um, and then we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier at nine, Spider-Man No Way Home at eight, Thor Ragnarok at seven, the Captain America Civil War at six, Guardians of the Galaxy, the original at five, and then we got our Avengers films. Number four is Age of Ultron, number three is the original Avengers, number two is Endgame, and like peeps, number one, probably for life, will be <laughs> Infinity War. Because it's the greatest movie ever. So, <laughs> still makes me mad that Friggins doesn't have it at the top two. 
It's in the top four. At least. He doesn't even have it in top three. Yeah, it's in top four at least. <laughs> Jeez, deserves so much more. Um, but there you go, guys. That's where we got it. So uh, that's where the Marvel slides in, and that's where everything lands currently in our top thirty-three. Um, and that's just on the movie side because we'd have probably like fifty things if we included all the Disney Plus stuff as well. Oh too. yeah, so it'd be a hell of a list. And maybe one day we need to do that. That'll be yeah, a whole yeah. episode. a whole episode. <laughs> down. Everything Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Oh, we'll add this, the... Oh, okay. Not the Sony movies then? Okay. No, no. Just, just MCU, <laughs> but adding in all the Disney Plus stuff. And the, the special presentations and all that good stuff there. Nice. Okay, so okay. Th- that'll do it, guys. We have ran over two hours. We hate to do that to you, but... You know, we had to break this down and then we had a lot more kind of just in the state of the comic book world to kind of talk about as well, too. So um, definitely a lot to get through. So thank you for joining us here on the Am I Still in the Air Marvel spoiler review. Uh, There will be an audio version of this up on the podcast feed as well, too, if you can't do the video side. Um, But of course, the full video version streaming on YouTube as well. YouTube.com slash Am I on the Air. So let's go on around and see where everybody could find you. Friggins, tell them. Technically, I'm on all kinds of stuff under Friggin. So you can find me on Threads. You can find me on Twitter or X. Uh, you can find me even on TikTok, but you won't actually find me on there. I have it, but I don't ever use it. But the main place you can find me is on Instagram. I'm actually not even using Twitter anymore. Um, just on Instagram, I just kind of lurk in the other places. Uh, but Instagram, I'm doing uh, some movie reviews that you can check out. Any movie I see in theater for this year of 2023, I have done a video movie review. Um, I keep those within about, I think the longest ones, maybe six minutes max, but they're usually around four or five. Um, and I give you a non-spoiler movie review of that uh, with ratings and sometimes I throw in a little after credit scene stuff there, too. So if you uh, want to follow me on Instagram, that's at Friggins, F-R-I-G-G-I-N-Z. And that's Friggins with a Z. There you go. Peeps, tell them. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it at all in this episode, but I have a podcast called The People's Forum. It's with two E's on people's. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love talking about this Marvel stuff. Uh, I do that. Uh, sometimes I'll have Friggins on there. I haven't had DX on there in a while, so you know he maybe one day he'll return my phone calls. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe one day he'll invite me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been on in a while either. Just maybe. saying. <laughs> Again, yeah, true, you got true. you're doing big things now with your with your <laughs> thing, and I'm like, hey, please, like, oh, that guy. No, <laughs> I'm bad. But uh, yeah, um, people, my uh, you know that's my podcast. Uh, I'm on the the Twitters uh, for my people's number for my people's on Twitter. Um, like Friggins is a TikTok. I also have an Instagram for the People's Forum that hasn't been active that often. <laughs> so uh yeah, um, that is a thing. And uh go go Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> what city is the Cubs with? New you knew one of the news. It's it's a new city. Oh my god. It's a new city. <laughs> new Chicago, got Chicago, it. Chicago. <laughs> How about right, you, guys? you know you could always follow us yeah thank you uh <laughs> you could always follow us here at am i on the air uh all one word and that's across all socials as you can see there at the bottom across all your favorite podcast platforms we are on instagram as well we're on threads uh we do tiktoks as well so we do post on tiktok and that is my favorite place to put out our video reviews and stuff we do quick thought uh, movie clips that are under a minute long so get in get out 
and uh, see if it's worth watching. Um, so check it out there. Um, but yeah, all the socials here, it's simply Am I on the Air. And if you'd like to follow me directly as well, it is also at DX Don Mega. Uh, and the podcast, of course, our main podcast feed, am I on the air.com airs every Tuesday and you can get caught up with all the latest and the greatest in entertainment news and television movies. And of course, non-spoiler reviews, cause you got to come here for the spoiler side of it. So thanks again to peeps and friggins for joining me here tonight. Let's not make it four months again, uh, until we do the next one. Uh, we, of course, you know, next month is December already. Awesome so it's be time to start getting ready with our. Not only Aquaman review, but then we'll be talking about 2023 as a whole, our favorite films, our yes. most anticipated. That's all within reach. That coming and up. those are always the fun, fun ones to do. So, episodes, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, they are super, super fun to kind of look back on the year, see what we uh, thought we were anticipating and how it played out and compared to uh, what we got and then what we're looking forward to next year. Um, it's going to be interesting next year because a lot of shuffling's going on out there. And, and if I don't get uh, one get the fuck out of here then i failed <laughs> yep he's on a roll so you know, we'll see he'll do it again but uh that'll do it for us here tonight thanks everybody for watching live thanks for you that streamed it afterwards and uh we'll see you next time y'all till next time peace later a deuces Red